Try to be him. We running our intro. That's legendary. That's legendary. Legendary. Yeah. actually won a, uh, an award, um, the Boss Max 2009 Ohio Hip Hop Award. Y'all won for that media outlet thing. Man, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> like I won. He <laughs> didn't even know he won. <laughs> what you say? Won? Who was it? <laughs> you won the Boss Magazine 2009 Ohio Hip Hop Award. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> That's legendary. That's legendary. That's legendary. Legend. Yo, 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 yo. What's good? Your boy Peanut, aka Dash Resource. My man Stacking Smith. What's good? What's good? What's good, bro? Your, this your boy Smedro Commando, <laughs> bro. Smith Malaki Howard in the building. T-shirt case 247.com and go for your mouth, you guys. Man, we got a special guest, but before we get to my brother, like none gotta other. Pay some bills, baby. Man, I want to um, acknowledge my bros. From Sheiks, I went there Sheiks. today. Sheiks got the best breakfast in the city. I mean, bro, they serve you up real nice. Got some good old French toast, turkey bacon, and all type of scrambled eggs and good stuff for your breakfast. Definitely the best breakfast in the city. Go see my bro Ron C mm-hmm. and my bro Shorty Show or Prince Boss Boss King Prince, and then my bro Agnes All Natural Grill on the corner of Third and Wayne. Get you together with them good old jerk chicken bowls and Coconut cocoa bread, bread. Ah. and brown sugar lemonade, which is another thing that I really, really love. And last but not least, if you ever get injured in any reason, especially in a car accident or any type of accident, you want to contact Attorney Michael Wright at 937-222-7477 and get with him. And last but, Make but the right really choice. not least. Man, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Ring the bell notification so you can get notified anytime we drop a new video. And my bro, the great Peanut Johnson. Back to you, King. Yeah. First man, we here with another. Look, 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 look. I've said this probably a hundred times about a legend not being hired. But who can really accept this type of acclamation on their actual birthday, man? We have the. The Black Hugh Hefner, okay? Dollar Bill, what's shaking, Brody? What's cracking? What's cracking? Happy birthday. I mean, you know what I mean? It's in a couple hours or whatever, man. Bro, but like, happy birthday, man. Appreciate it. So here at Legendary People Podcast, we had a thing where we want to find out where our legends come from. So without further ado, we talk about origins. Where'd you grow up at? Uh, Carson, California. Carson, California. Right next to Long Beach. Okay. So wait, wait. Before we go any further, because mm-hmm. I know a lot. Okay. I know a lot. I know a lot. What was life like you growing up there? Uh, privileged. Mm. Uh, my pops, I think he was a captain in the Air Force. Absolutely. So he was working out there, and, um, you know, we had, a, I was like the baby boy of, of 12. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we was out there. Uh, I was out there, like, in the you know, elementary. You feel me? Um Yo-Yo was in my third grade class. Yo-Yo. 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 For real? Uh, Yolanda Green. That's crazy. Yeah, let's go. So, but, uh, yeah. So Where is Carson at? Carson right? is uh, south, north, west, east. Uh, I mean, of Los Angeles. Yeah. It's, it's it next to Long Beach. It's the, the Long Beach is the port of L.A. Okay. So, right, like, if you at the top of the hill, Carson, you can actually see the port. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's right next to Gardena, Compton. Yeah. Right up the street, uh, uh, Dominguez Hills. 
So essentially, L.A. You from L.A.? It's a, it's, a, it's a suburb of L.A. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, you gotta have a little money living, Carson. So, so like growing up, it was your mom and your dad there. What was that like growing up, having your mom and your dad there on the early side of things, compared to where you are now? Not saying like then, because of course you don't know. You're in a pressure right. cooker. What is it like looking back at it now today? Uh, it was cool. I mean. You know, that's when the birth of hip hop was going on. Like, I remember the first video. Like, it was uh, Atomic Dog on BET. Oh. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was the first video. So, you know, it was a, a, a generational gap between me and my brothers. You know, they were like 10 years, 15 years older than me. Oh, okay. So, they so, listen to, so you had brothers that were older than yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was a baby. So, you know, I was listening. You know, I had the boom box, you know, the whole hip hop dressing, you know, all that. Um, and they was listening to P Funk. They didn't like what I was listening to. Right. So that was the, the like gap. The gap. Yeah. Right. You know, they wasn't fucking with nothing. No fat boys, none of that. So, like, what uh, elementary school did you go to? I mean, I ain't trying to spend too much time on that because you end up venturing here. Uh, Broad Acres. Bro Broad Acres. What was that like growing up there and going to Broad Acres? Everybody was black. We had one white. Mm. We had one white person. And uh, his name was Billy. <laughs> That's funny. His name was Billy. And Shout out to Billy. Yeah, Shout yeah, yeah. out to I'm Billy. Billy. Shout Shout to the only <laughs> white nigga at the yeah, black Billy. school. Shout out yeah. to Billy. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he definitely get the title, bro. He get invited yeah. to the cookout for sure. Go ahead. So, yeah, he came. I mean, he was the only one. And, I mean, it, it was cool. You know, it was, uh, we was kids. You know, we did a lot of shit. You mm -hmm. know, play with matches. You know what I'm saying? You know, ride around, play water guns. Yeah. So, Bro, this is we talking LA. Yeah. All right. And yeah, this in the eighties. This in the eighties. Uh is it gang banging going on definitely. at this time? Definitely. My brother was a crip. Okay. Oh, my, like a big bro. Yeah, yeah. My uh he was older than me. He was uh about six, seven years older than me, probably. What was that like for you being a young boy? Like, was it like you aspire to be like your brother? Yeah, if I would stayed out there, I would have been cripping. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, it's not about like, you know, you just, you grow up in it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It was nothing but crips in our neighborhood. So everybody, their brothers was crips. You went, or everybody in the school was crips. You know what I'm saying? All the bloods lived, all the pyro and the bloods lived on the other side of Carson. Big ass street that split by the, uh, um, what's it called? Uh, the Carson Mall. That's where all the bloods. Carson was. Mall, yep. Yeah. Yep. That's, all, that's where the boys, remember the boys and mm -hmm. uh, all them? The, the group, the boys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they from Carson. They was performing down there first and all that. Uh, award Boogaloo Shrimp from, from breaking. I remember when he first hit his start. We was in we was in elementary when he first hit his start. What yeah. was one of the craziest things you saw growing up? Shit. It got to be one. Like, that one you look to the left? That one. That one. That story right there. That one. The one you keep trying to walk around. That one. <laughs> uh, no names. No names. The girls. Okay. Like I was, I was, you know, we we, we got exposed to uh, the sex early out in Cali. Give me an example of what that means. I was, I was playing t-ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, young. You know, that sounds as innocent as right. I was playing t-ball. I was playing t-ball, right. coming home, and you know, I pulled up and my fucking pulled their shirt up. And I, you know, had had titties. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I was, you know, we where did titties come from? Is what you're trying to think. Like, right. I mean, you know, I wasn't. <laughs> it, that wasn't on our radar. Right. You know what I'm saying? We was kids, so I was like seven, eight. You right. Know what I'm saying? So it was like you looking like you know, kind of. Mm -hmm. Whoa. But yeah. Then you start shit start popping up on your radar. TV right. conversations. And you start putting all, two and two so, together. So, so basically, all the videos that you watching, you ain't even looking at the titties. You no. like, you there for the music. 
not even thinking about it wasn't even back then it, it wasn't even no sexual element in hip-hop back then it was all about dressing up i mean i just got exposed to the female i didn't really uh, go into it until we moved to st louis like out there, Scott Air Force. We ain't gonna fast forward there yet, King. Yeah, yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah, look, yeah, look. yeah, He's trying to go. He's trying to go fast. So, man, you better tell him about me. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, I, so I, we, we. I mean, after I seen that, I was still a kid, but just on my radar. So I was right. just gathering yeah. data on what's going on because by the time I hit thirteen, it was on. Right, bro. <laughs> what? Um. So we in elementary school. Yeah. yeah. Right. We we in Carson. We in L. A. You in elementary school. Mm -hmm. About how old are you at this point, though? Like, what grades are we talking about? Because we could, you know, second uh, grade to sixth okay. grade. Okay. Uh, shit. Third grade? Fourth grade? Right. About third you know or fourth saying? grade. Okay. I left. I, I I went to the fifth grade when I came on this side of town. Yeah. Okay. So, like... So are we still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, so like during this time, are you engaged in any activities that you think, um, in hindsight, of course, were some early influences that led to who you are today? No. <laughs> nah, I didn't, no, 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 for real. I did. I yeah. actually no. You was a regular kid. At I was a regular point. kid. I didn't have nothing to do with nothing. I was out there. I mean, if anything, I would have been a gang member. That was influenced by that more than anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? As far as the sex, that was that didn't come till. Shit. We gonna get there. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. like, what kind of music are you listening to during this time? Hip hop. Michael Jackson, Prince. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hip hop more though. You know, what I'm saying? Yeah. Michael Jackson was good until he started wearing that yellow shirt with the pin on it, and then we start kind of. Don't be slandering King like that. Oh, wait, 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 on your I birthday mean, you can. You can slander. Oh, nah, you can slander everybody. You can slander it's, Smed it's today. Being, it's being well, a uh, kid. It's, <laughs> being, it's being a kid because they was marketing. <laughs> They was marketing Michael Jackson like, you know, it, <laughs> back then you had the posters. Yeah. The girls had the poster of him looking feminine with the pen. Right. We had the, the Billie Jean Jack and the Thriller yeah. and all that. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, you, that's what we had. With a with hundred buttons on it. Yeah. yeah. I had one of those Vita, too. The Vita Jackets and Billie Jean what? Jackets. Yeah. Man, what? the hardest the hardest nigga in the world, <laughs> to me. Tell it, tell it. We're still wearing Michael Jackson type <laughs> Billie Jean. I'll wear it today. Jackson. I ain't going to hold you. Yeah. Yeah. I had one. <laughs> I had a real <laughs> one. Oh, 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 Yes, uh, I got by for the Carson Ball. Right. Kid Jacket, $270 leather. It was real. It was a real Michael Jackson because right. it was a lot of fake ones. Yeah. Right, right. But Bill, so your brother is a crip, though, bro. Yeah. He he cripping, and I mean, is this yeah. shit getting well, uh, to the point where we shoot niggas at this point? Or yeah. Not? Yeah? Yeah, robbing niggas. He went to, he, he, he was. He was on. I was out there, and he was already doing the stretch. What was one of the wildest stories that he told you personally, as like Big Bro talking to you about it? What's something? Not something uh, he did. Look, he kept that shit quiet. No, nah, no. Nah, it was it was the stories in the neighborhood, and and give yeah, me give one, us give me yeah, one. give us a good old gang bang story from the neighborhood. Some real shit. Oh God. Uh, some shit you remember. Well, his, they called him Crazy Mike. I was Little Mike, but Mike was Mike. You know, and we wasn't fucked up on the money. We just was cripping, like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody had money, everybody had parents that had shit. So, you know, he went to Banny High School. Um, he, I guess he was, uh, what's one story? Oh, he was talking to his bitch, riding. His bitch said something, I don't know, it was crazy. He was just riding. And he was like, bitch, what? Bitch, out!" And flipped the car, like, 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 you know, like. Literally. Lit, flipped the car. <laughs> they was both in the hospital, you know what I'm saying? But you know they live. But you know that's how crazy he was. That's he was crazy. he was you know he was on that. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying. But at the same, if I stayed out there, I probably would have been on that too. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Right. Only because that was my brother, and 
that was California. You, everybody, when I left, like, shit, there's nobody in my neighborhood that lives, that, that that's, that's living. Right. Damn. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. None of my friends from that era is gone. Everybody, everybody in your neighborhood is dead? Everybody that I grew up with as when I was in elementary school, uh, my friends, yeah, yeah, are, are, are no longer with us. That's Damn. That's our YouTube caption right that, there. Yeah. For real. Real shit. Uh, it, it started happening when we moved. You know what I'm saying? Like, so let's get into the move because, you know what I'm saying, like your life there, even though that is a bit, like, I'm pretty sure there's so many stories in that. But we want to move forward because your story is way more legendary than the negative things that happen in your right. life. Yeah. So, like, what happened after that was Pops got shipped to a different place because, you know, he's a military. Yeah. So yeah. you moved with the military because you're a military baby. So, like, y'all move where next? Uh, Scott Air Force Base. Scott Air Force Base. And is that station where? That's in um, 30 minutes away from Ferguson. Okay. So what's life like going from where you already are in Gratia, you have family, friends, everything going on there. What's it like moving from there going to the next spot? Now you got to reinsert yourself into the community there. It's like moving to a different planet. Like, because, you know, I mean, you know white people. Like, you know, you see white people, whatever, but you don't. So you went from a predominantly black yeah, yeah to yeah. a white. So yeah. is there a shock value? Hell yeah. Okay, so like walk us through that. Uh, first comes with the what you wearing you know what I'm saying I'm still coming from Cali hip hop I had Jordans you know what I'm saying right. I didn't wear Jordans in, in Illinois at that time you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. then it was like maybe 13 black students in this whole school right and I'm in the 5th grade I walk into it plus it, it was just different everything everything looked different from the landscape from the clothes from the people everything I had to adjust like start like all over again mentally you know Everything, like, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I walk into the lunchroom, it's nothing but white people. It's, where do you sit? Mm -hmm. Look around, it's me and my sisters. I'm like, let's go sit over there where it's not too much. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But then, you know, you start, you know, you start getting cool with people. You start touching to the people. And then, Who's one of the people, like, because we love to hear this part of the story is, mm -hmm. Who are some of your early friends? Like, let's get some Cali friends and let's get to the friends when you go to the next community because it's, it's super dope to hear that because you never know. You know what? I don't know. Uh, I had a friend named Dan. He was light skinned. He was cool. He liked listening. Shout out to light skinned, my nigga. We right. are. This, this, is this Cali? Right no, here? no, this is uh, St. Louis. Give us, uh, bef before we move to St. Louis, just a little bit of a rewind. Cali, give me a couple of your Cali bros that you went to. Did you remember any of yeah, them yeah. that you was uh, in elementary Kwame, with? Kwame, Kimani, uh, they was twins. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kareem. Uh, who else was uh I was a couple girls. Shout Ruby. out to the twins. Shout out to the twins. What's their names, bro? Ruby, uh, Kwame, and Kimani. They Kwame was, uh, and some Kimani. African names. Yeah. And mine was on that. Yeah. Um, Sure. Uh, oh yeah, uh, definitely not. Yeah, I, I mean I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, that's good enough. That's good enough. Brian, my nigga Brian. You know when I first bought the Coleco Vision, I took it down there to him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I had Atari yeah. 5200. You know what I'm saying? Everybody so used to come if we got y'all yeah, name, sir. it's nothing personal. It's his birthday. Give him <laughs> yeah. some leeway. Right. Nah, we just wanted to. We just shout out them names. Yeah, yeah. Real good stuff. 
Mm. But, so, all right, so now yeah. we we in we in down we thirty minutes from Ferguson, and you coming into the new school? Yeah, it was you know so, uh, I had to adjust to the people, you know what I'm saying? But I got cool with them, you know. That's uh, that's right when uh, uh, the Challenger blew up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I was that was around that time, you know what I'm saying? And uh, shit, it was. Uh, I mean, I, you know, the base was cool. It was it was a lot to do, you know what I'm saying? It was a lot to do. It was. What kind of activities were you into? Everything. Give me an example of one thing that you was into that you think would be prominent. <laughs> Sports? Not, not really. I was more of a uh, BMX bike rider. Okay, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, building. Nigga, ramps. you was doing a little yeah, yeah. blizzard. Look like yeah. you had it. Yeah, that, I mean, to this day, I still ride bikes. You might see me out there in the whole biker outfit with the. the Get out of here, bro. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can catch you slipping like that one day. Yeah, like dollar, like. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like I ride, I ride, from, hard, I ride from here to Fairborn and back. You know what I'm saying? Like, on a bi- yeah, bro, yeah. bro, bro, it's hard. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the bikes, but yeah, we back. Yeah, we uh, BMX bike. Uh, I had a, I had a Harl, I had a Harl, uh, I had a Hutch, I had a motherfucking Diamondback. All oh, these are eight hundred dollar bikes. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As a kid, so I had Dime, them all. Dime, Dime, mongoose. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I had a mongoose. The mongoose, mongoose was a racing bike. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The but ain't mongoose like wait, wait, like ain't mongoose like a lower tier? What you just named? What? What? No, 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 no. Because I all. thought mongoose was like no mongoose crazy a, for me. Like no mongoose is a racing bike. They're light. They're yeah, real light bikes. But you can do freestyle. I had dino. Dino's a, a racing bike too. They're real light. You know so what I'm saying? So rate mongoose to dino right now. Mongoose better. Mongoose. I mean, mongoose. My, 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 my favorite bike was a GT Pro Performer. GT Pro Performer. Because that was the freestyle bike that had the pegs. Yeah. That had the motherfucking the wing, the all yeah. the so yeah. you could do the trick. It was heavier, yeah. but that was meant to do the trick. Ask man about that little bird ass bike he said he had. He said he had a Batman bike. Well, first of all, first first of all, first of all, the bike that I had, I got and inherited from my older brother. That don't make it worse, no. Hey, but he rode my own. brother's bike, bro. That was oh, he, he probably got bro. the same enjoyment bro. from riding the bike, bro. Yes, bro. But what about that motherfucking That's Sigma? A, what about that Sigma? That was trash. Yeah, that was trash. <laughs> I said I want it. Give me a point. Give me a point. That motherfucker was gray. That motherfucker was gray. It was ninety nine dollars. Hold on, let me tell you something. Listen, give me my point. Give me my point. Dayton. A Sigma was the equivalent of a box Chevy. What no the, the fuck, fuck is that was talking about? No, no the fuck it wasn't. What? Uh, um, nah, them BMX. Wasn't even born. BMX. Nah, BMX you was a BMW. Nothing. A BMX was a BMW. Yeah, them, niggas, right? BMX was a BMW. Niggas. What's fucked outside Real niggas. Real niggas. Roll BMX and they went with BMW. You talking about Big Dish? Yes. Oh, my God. Hey, what y'all didn't know was all in my point. Those bikes did not, those bikes did not, 
Yeah. Do anything like they was. I they, mean, they was I like, know. They, they, they just didn't have no meaning. They wouldn't freestyle bites or nothing. <laughs> he went like he could ride through the fucking. Yes. Uh, he went like he could ride through the forest or something. Let me no no. Let me let me let me explain to you guys. No, nigga, you gotta explain. You lost. Bro, them bikes was ninety nine dollars. Right. And it was right. on sale for eighty nine if you got a deal. Right. But they didn't exactly. serve no purpose but to ride. Smash, exactly. my point. Smash, give my point. Listen to me. Listen to me. No, we not. Give my point. Y'all don't understand something. Listen, bro. All right, look. Niggas buy cheap shit. So and what? Mix it up because that's right. all they can afford. This nigga better. My mom. $800 bike. What's up with my mom? Where the fuck we going to get an $800 bike? I from? stole it. Nigga. The problem is I had four of them, though. They had so, a big disc on them. They, they, was, they was like 20s. They was like riding some doves or some 30s or some Smith, Smith. I'm riding doves. Get my point, Y'all bro. niggas take y'all's $800 bikes. <laughs> get the fuck on back to the goddamn Air Force Base. Comment below <laughs> if Meg right. get a point or if I get a point. Comment below. Comment below in a legendary <laughs> people <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Come on, Dollar. Dollar, this story's about <laughs> yeah, you. It's yeah. your birthday, man. Ignore it. It's your birthday, kid. It's cool. <laughs> fuck everybody's bike, nigga. Right. Your bike, though. Right, the bike dollar. was like a car. Yes. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> and you had that. <laughs> you had that fucking dollar store. <laughs> still got that's somewhere right. though. <laughs> still got somewhere. You took it. I bet. I bet you they hollered at you to go to the store. Yes. <laughs> I had a good bike. My bike got me around town. What do bike. you mean? <laughs> Shit. He you know what, you know what? This is this is becoming this is the same shit poor people been going through their whole fucking life. You the first nigga to run out of gas in a bike. You didn't get the bike cold. Nigga, nigga, I got a Benz right now. You <laughs> what about that Benz I got outside, nigga? Hey, <laughs> what about that? Talk that, man. What about that AMG, nigga? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's a point for Smeg, motherfucker. Smeg get a point right there. Smeg get his point back. Here we go. Hey, I get a point. Shout out. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? Like Dollar. You know what I'm saying? Let's say make sure everybody's straight. Oh. I'm drinking. So we gotta introduce you now, then. So back to the dollar story, the election dollar story. <laughs> yes. Sorry about that. Um, so during this time, you ride bikes. So you get ingratiated into that um, culture of biking as well. Mm-hmm. What was that to you to go from being in a different environment to coming to a different environment and you find your own subculture in it? Um. I don't know. I mean, you know, we, because there's like mainly know, it, white it, people there. So now you there I mean, and you ride a bike. Because we, we, even though we ride a bike, we still finding our identity. You know, that's when Tougher Than Leather came out. You know, so mm-hmm. everybody was the white people in it. So it's like they listening to it too. Like it's yeah. not like they like, oh, what are you, oh, there's a few. But it was, it was Run DMC. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we still riding bike, but we still listen to, you know, Walk This Way came out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Walk so it was like. Yeah. You know, it was times where we go to the youth center dance. I had to wait all night. They wait all night. And then at the last two songs, they play your. They play "Walk This Way" and they might play something else. It was I don't know something, but it was that was it. That's all we got. Right. Yeah. It was Guns and Roses. It was uh, 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 Def Leppard. It was all that. But so, in, in the eighties, white music wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Because like it, David it, it, Lee Roth I mean, that's and all shit we had. like that, Cindy Lauper. That's like, all we had. Yeah, that's I mean, all we had. So it, was it was cool. around. It was cool to listen to it. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. Sure. But you still wanted to be like, 
I want to hear this too. Yeah. Right. Like, I like this. It, yeah. it, and, and we didn't even really hear that. You know what I'm saying? We really didn't even hear that on TV for real. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. We had to buy the record. MTV was the prominent source of watching videos. Right. And shit, so you would have to listen to Michael some, Jackson, some white... everything that came on. Yeah, you couldn't for sure. hear no, you know. But the time before Thriller came out. And, and plus the DJs probably at the time DJs couldn't play because they didn't have it. Right. The white DJs, what the hell are they going to buy? Right. Hey, you know. So, like, like, like this is during your younger years. So, like, mm-hmm. how old are you during this time? 13. 13, 14. So, you ain't hitting the club, nothing like that. You more or less, you are going to middle school. Like, what middle school did you go to? Uh, damn, what was that? One of them motherfucking schools. Yeah, it was, it was on base. It was <laughs> yeah. shit. It was... Oh, so you went to school on base. So, yeah, yeah, you there yeah. with other kids. Yeah, that was on that base. Are, that are on base. So Everybody you're there with that. other kids from multiple different ways. So you actually are there with kids who have different experiences as well. From everywhere. How yeah. do you think that benefited you in hindsight today? Oh, shit. It, it, it molded me to deal with people. So now I can, like, you know, I can walk in the room and light it up because I had to learn that. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I was never reserved. You never thought of that, neither. I saw you, like, right. tap in there. You was like, I never thought that that's where I got it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for real. Like, to even get on common ground with a different race mm. off, off the back mm. and be cool with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And get in the house and eat dinner and all that. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? You really got to be, you know, because you can't just be one way. Right. They're going to push you out. So how's school going during the time? Are you doing anything like extracurricular, such as sports, such as uh, theater? No. None of that. <laughs> what are you doing after school is done? Uh, played. Kick it. Uh had friends, a lot of friends. We all so y'all kicking on base, basically. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. So to do. did you venture off from base? Uh, not really. Okay, so not, I mean, if, if, I did, but that was with you know with your peoples and y'all nothing mean. significant, right? Yeah. So like during the time on base, what's that culture like being on base? Knowing like you went to school with people and you come home and you on the same block with people that you went to school with, because that got to be something different than what we well, do because. Uh, It'll be like I saw a show day at school. I leave from school. I ain't gonna sit, so I go back to school. We had a movie theater. We had a lake. We had a youth center. We had shopping, a BX with the shopping, and they had grocery stores. They had everything on the base that we needed to do. Mm-hmm. They had a forest. They had a river. Damn. You know what I'm saying? That ran through the base where we go to the BX and buy rafts and buy shit because we watch Goonies. Now we want to fucking be. Like the Goonies. Goonies or, was lit right, right that or, time. Or, yeah, or, like or we saw Rambo, so we go to the BX and get a fucking bow and arrow and go in the woods and start just I want to pause the story then for y'all you to know think what I'm about. Wait, I want to pause the story saying? for y'all to think about this nigga Dollar Bill with a bow and arrow. I don't you know, know what like all of that. They didn't learn how to shoot. I, don't the story. I mean, because yeah. the school that was Boy, going Nigga, you can hit a fucking deer right now with it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I took arson class. I mean, that's what the shit that they did. You had to take arson class. So, you know, Nine times ten, you're going to want one for yourself. So That's y'all major. doing those type of activity. So, yeah. like, your friends that you normally go to school with and just doing regular stuff with, you are now kicking it with them, doing stuff that's, like, super-ass dope. Like, what's the next thing that happens in your life? We move. <laughs> How does that feel to be removed from there, and where did y'all move to? We moved to Fairborn. Ohio. Yeah. And that's that's where, I guess, everything started getting in motion. Dollar, did you have um, so? I know your pops is in the military, right? Yeah. And you was living in California before St. Louis or before uh, Missouri. 
But is your family in in California, or was your pops just stationed there? No, nah, we we moved. Like we all got stationed. He got stationed. We moved. It was me, my sisters, and my parents. So we moved uh, uh, off the base into Fairborn, which we had got a house this time. Mm-hmm. So we moved off the base. He didn't want to live on base. Right. So we moved off base, and that's when I was like, I think I was in the seventh grade. So that that was different too, because you know, still a lot of white people. Which is cool, you know. What I'm so you go to what school? Baker Junior High. Baker Junior High. Yeah. What's it like going from there having a friends so y'all running around, y'all playing bulls and arrows, y'all doing all uh, type of stuff like y'all literally living in a mini metropolis. Same thing because Wright Pat is the third biggest base of the world, so that was like oh better. That was that was better. Like we was that was the better base. So the move there was like moving like. Yeah. Going from a little thing to yeah, a Yeah, that was it. Step up. Yeah, that was step. That was more fun. It was more people. It was more mm-hmm. to do. You know what I'm saying? The bowling alleys, the the youth centers. They had. Was studios. it more diverse too, bro? Yeah, there was a lot more people there too. Like, yeah, uh, just Chinese, black, just everybody. Was, Every, was, yeah, yeah. Because Fairborn, that that's what Fairborn was a melting pot. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, it was a lot of people on that base. Like right now, it's different because they didn't knock the neighborhoods down, but at one time it was area A, B, and C, and they they all had neighborhoods, mm. like thriving neighborhoods with, you know, you just, all, you know, the trick-or-treating and all, you know, just people, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Everybody went to Fairborn too, so it was a lot of people, you know, that went to Fairborn. And uh, yeah, Man, when cool. I was young, probably like maybe high school or even a little bit before, we used to hear all of these stories about, how cool the base was and how you could go there and buy cheaper shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. things just cost a little less on the base and how cool it was to actually go and visit the base. But it almost seemed like it was a it was a world that we couldn't just rightly access for sure, for real. It was. It it's was like because we had couldn't, to know It was right there, but we couldn't really go because we didn't have the past. Or we now, have you know military. who my first friend was? Who that? Darian Carmichael. Oh, yeah. 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 Shout out to D, man. What's up with you, bro? D down in Texas now. Yeah. 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 I just I just left from down there. He's doing pretty good. So that was my first friend. Opening shit up. And uh, you know, he 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 he, his pitch was he can beatbox underwater because we was at the gym (laughs) at Jarvis Gym. Jarvis Gym had an inside pool. Yeah. And they had an outside pool with a high dive, low dive, and they had the big uh, basketball. They had racket they had everything it was a gym yeah and it was on the officer side was, the base was two things it was the officers and it was the ncos mm-hmm. the officers are the people that graduated from college and they go straight and then they get the you know the bars and all that the ncos you know you come from out of high school I and mean, you can still you know uh advance but you're it would never be an officer Okay. So yeah. it's, it's, it's segregated. Like the, all the officers stay on one side of the base, and they're nice ass houses. Yeah. Right. Real nice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And all the NCOs, which is cool. It's all right. You know, yeah. it's way better than you know, but it's right. not as nice. Right. right. You know, what I'm saying? Right. you get your own line. You don't got to be. You know, and all that. So that was the. But we was on the uh, uh, officer side, so you know, the pools was nice. I'm talking about. They even had. Uh, like studios where the dances where we get everybody together and we like we're gonna kill it at the dance. So we yeah. get in there and pay the thing, we get to practicing this shit. We go, oh nigga, I'm gonna kill him. Well, watch this. <laughs> practicing big ass mirror. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. just doing us. It's a lot yeah. of time to, you know, just kick it. Your your pops is uh in the military. Yeah, right? he was uh and, I mean, well I 
I mean, I know that's and we've been talking about that the whole time, but I was just saying that to set this question up. Is your pops tough, man? I mean, you know, because yeah, we hear about military families and uh, pops that's in the military. My pops at this time he discipline. At this time he was a full bird colonel. Yeah. And he colonel. was uh, he was commander of FTD. Big stepper. That's a future technology division. They do reverse engineering at this mm-hmm. place. And um, he was the commander from ninety from eighty seven to ninety four. Head mm-hmm. commander. Yeah, pops a genius. And, and, and then he retired. Um, <laughs> the FTD engineer. place is right there in front. Like if you're going to the base and you see a jet that's mm-hmm. right there, that's a Russian jet. They re they they uh, engineer reverse, so they put it in the front reverse of the building. Engineer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, to show what they could do. Yeah. So that was that's that was where he was at, and uh, yeah. So, like, during that time, is there any pressure for you to join the military? So, so that kind of was, like, more or less, it was his job. He went there. He I'm the baby boy of 12. So right. So, it's like, do what you, you know, do what you, you know. It, it, I, you know, I had sisters that worked for Apple, you know what I'm saying, for graphics and stuff like that, Cheryl Robinson. And so, you know. But a part of you still got to feel like your dad is the lion's share of, Everybody getting where they're gonna go. You yeah. you don't feel no pressure to be like, maybe that's a good life. Um, I'm gonna ask you right now. Well, I mean, cause I was fucking up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give me an example. Shit, I wanted to sell dope, and my dad was a colonel. That's how ignorant I was. You know what I'm saying? So, at like, what age do you think? 16, 17, 18. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At this point in time, I'm down here on Matheson, and then you know, OG came up to me like, dude. What like you hustling backwards, man. I've been to your house. What you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, I'm doing this because I gotta do this. Like, you know, that's what he telling me. Like, nigga, you're doing this because you just want to do this. Mm. He's like, you tripping. How that feel when somebody tell you that? Uh, shit, it's awakening. You, you need that. Like, you, because you think about it. Like, you know, after a while, you like, you really thinking about it. Like, but how did you get to that point, though? That's a good point. Like, how did you get there? Uh. Just money hungry, going to the next. Because, I mean, before that, I really didn't have to do that. I was making money with, like, uh, remember them African medallions? Mm-hmm. Yes. I wanted one so bad. Yeah. When I, I, we I, all did. I wanted one. <laughs> we all did. Look at some like so. I wanted one so bad. So when, it, when, 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 when I knew TNT had one, you know, I, I went down there, got me one. What year we talking about? Oh. God, what was it, X Clan? Yeah, this around that, we around about 90, 90, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm in high, I think I'm in ninth grade at this time. Yeah. You know, so I wanted one and I bought it. Mm-hmm. And I looked at it, I'm just looking at it like, oh man, I'm about to kill it tomorrow. So I'm, I'm you know, I wear it to school, everybody like, oh, wait, I what school? You know, say, Fairborn. Fairborn. Yeah. yeah, Fairborn High School. So, hey, looking like, oh, hey, you know, like, yeah. and I'm looking like, damn, I got a lot of. Like, 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 it's a gold chain in this line. Like, <laughs> yeah. so, like, so I go home. And you know, my mom's a seamstress. You know, she makes shit. She was like, uh, you can make that. I was like, for real? She was like, yeah. She took me to Joanne Fabrics and we got all the colors and stuff. And then we started making patterns. And then she got all the, 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 the tools that I needed to make it, like the hole puncher, the punch around, then the different colors, the lace, the, the leather around it. Yeah. And I made these a whole bunch of them, I'm banging for $10. Shout out to Mama Love, man. 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 Killing man we like, love I'm Mama Love. I swear, you know we love saying? Mama Love right, on this right. podcast. So I start, I start. I start, you know, I start bootlegging them, and and then it's, it went from making them 
to the white people start. That's when Batman was out. The white boys wanted Batman and the girls wanted Hello Kitty and all <laughs> so that. So you the connect man out there like it is lit for you right now. Yeah, because it was how like, you feel because like rest like I don't like doing transition without uh, at least finding out where you was at in that process, right? Uh -huh. So you went from where were you started at? Way there, Cali, all the way to where we at. Uh -huh. What's it feel like now to be? Firmly where you want to be, roughly, right? Yeah. So, like, how did it feel during that time? Uh, it was cool. I mean, you know, you, 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 you is it what you wanted at that time? You talking or, about, or did you want more during that time? You talking about in high school? Yeah. Shit, I know what I wanted. I was in high school. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, you know, you, you know, at that time, that's when the recruiters start coming around. I know I didn't want to go into the service. Mm -hmm. Uh. I know I didn't want to go to college, you know what I'm saying. My sisters wanted to go. They one went to Wright State, one went to Central. You know, shout to them. Shout to um, them. I was more just wanted to be in business for real, like do something somewhat. But I didn't realize, like I, I my mistake was I should have start doing school far as business wise and still doing business, yeah. not just cutting that out and trying to figure it out. Cause I I figured out the hard way. Right. Would you, you consider that your legendary mistake? Yeah, dropping out of school. So you actually dropped out? Yeah, I dropped out. I dropped out that motherfucker and, and went two years. That's when I started selling dope on the street. Yeah. And then that's when I got the, you know, when the dude was like, you know, whatever. And then I went back to school. But I didn't just wow. go back to school. I went, I didn't go to night school. I went back to school, school. I went to Colonel White. And that's why a lot of motherfuckers know me. Yeah. Yes, and they let me back in because I look young. But at the same time, when they let me back in, you know what I'm saying? I, I already had an apartment. I always paying bills, you know what I'm saying? They let me sell candy because I had candy in the school to support my bills so I could finish school. I think we skipped a little step though. So you was you went to school, you had the the medallions, you start making little shit for everybody in school. Yeah. So you was at least hustling a little bit in school. You kind of getting a taste. Well, of well, like that's a, when that's when it yeah. got weird. Yeah. <laughs> because um, that's when you know you start making money on that, and then that fade out. Then, right. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, now I got now, the, bu the bug. Yeah, you're looking for the next lick. Right, then so the white boys start fucking with the acid. The, uh, the Grateful Dead concert used to come around, and we used to get a motherfucker like uh, $70. Yeah. To go get a sheet of acid. It's like 270 hits on the motherfucker, and you sell them for $6 a hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, there <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, that, that's that's the bridge that I was looking yeah, for. Right. That's yeah. kind of like and how you got connected yeah, with just yeah. hustling a little bit. Yeah. So and I ain't know nothing about no dope or no shit like that. That was the what the white boys was doing. They was fucking with the acid. So we had to put the little hits in tenfold, put them in the freezer, come to school, bang them man, out. Acid is one of those drugs, man. That uh, I think people kind of like hear about the trip that you have on acid. But it sounds a little too dangerous for well, most you know niggas to it, try. Yeah. And so that, you kind of like stuck in a. That's what with me. Like I didn't like. Has anybody in the panel? Like, like I didn't. Acid. I didn't fuck with that shit. Like you know what I'm saying. Like when that shit, when they was taking that shit, my dude was like, you get high for six hours. Like I ain't want to be high for six hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, six hours. Like I'm thinking I gotta go home. You know, it just it just didn't sound appealing. Right. But if they wanted to do it. This is what it is. It's kind of like the stuff that they say happens to you on acid do seem like well, it, could, it, it could be like. See, here's fun, the thing, though. Here's the thing. I didn't think it was a bad thing <laughs> yeah. pushing the acid because they was already doing mushrooms in school. They was already tipping right. cows. and <laughs> I mean, not tipping cows, but lifting cow shit, looking for 
for mushrooms and shit like that all the way out there in the field type shit. So, uh, you know, just to have that was like, you know, they couldn't wait for the Grateful Dead concert to come around. So you finally got it. You, you end up getting some acid. And then so, so all right, so then this is kind of like how you end up getting to hustling. Mm-hmm. And you drop out of school, what, what year? What grade? Um, that was last year. Junior? No, last year. Senior? Senior. Yeah. Fairborn. Yes, sir. So when you came back to school, it was a different school or was it the same school? No, I went to Colonel White. They let me in Colonel White. Right. And I was, you know, shit, I had rentals What was shit. that year like for you? Uh... It was cool because I mean it was like it was I was on a mission I had to finish to get this paperwork so it was a different way like when you know when you go to school and you don't pay attention you just you miss out but when you go to school you pay attention then you reap all the benefits mm-hmm. yeah you feel what I'm saying so on the second run it was like I knew what I had to do so it was easy yeah you know what I'm saying so I wish I would have had that when I was you know because Fairborn still was good school though so, so out of high school what's your next move. Cause I know you got ties to Pittsburgh. I don't know how you got ties to Pitt University. Uh, so let's fast forward it. Now I start selling dope. I get in trouble. I go to the penitentiary. Yeah. I get out. How long you do in jail? Um, ninety days. Ninety days. But the fucked up thing about it is I went to jail. I went to jail for selling marijuana. Right. For the first time. See, this is how this is how motherfuckers didn't understand what was going on. See, I'm out somewhere where, you know, I shouldn't have been doing what I should have been doing because, you know what I'm saying, racism run real strong too. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, even though I was doing wrong, they did me wrong. Right. I'm a son of a, a of a colonel, dude. I was supposed to get probation or something. You don't right. to send me to the penitentiary. Right. You know, for a, a felony four? Yeah. Receiving stolen property? Right. This is what we doing out here? That's crazy. Nigga, they were sending motherfuckers away. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about some of my cats did 25 years for selling a quarter ounce of dope. I told Smith off camera about how one of our guests that's supposed to be here yesterday, which was a Greg Uloho, while learning was about to be sentenced. And before me, it was Greg Uloho. Before him, it was somebody else. I don't know this person's name at all because I wasn't there, like, documenting, like, I'm going to be on the podcast one day. This person was standing there. He never got caught with any um, charge before, and he had a gun. So they gave him ILC, which is in lieu of conviction. Literally, if you do every condition of of the court, you get your record wiped and everything. Next was Greg Ulog. He got sentenced with the same gun charge two years in prison. I shot somebody and got probation. Mm-hmm. So they don't even have no bearings on when, hey, they do stuff. So what is your, like, uh, interaction when it came to that? Like, when it comes to, like, your court stuff? Uh, I mean, it was terrible, man. Shit, I went to jail. I was like, I didn't want to go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> man, I was, I was, man, I was in that motherfucker. Green County is, like, rollover, you know, downtown. The yeah, rollover, yeah. Like, the whole Green County's like that. Cold yeah. and green is just terrible. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. mentally, all that. So, you know, I was in there, and um, at this time, Out the green and the fairy. Michael Haley was getting sentenced. He was in my same shit. This See, nigga, I don't know why yeah. we remember that, but it's crazy that we this do nigga, go ahead. Right, because he got sentenced. He, they gave him 451 years, you know what I'm saying? And this nigga was coming back to our pod. I was like, God damn it. Like, man. 
this is a bars in this motherfucker. Like, they, mm-hmm. you know, we watching the news. We like, yeah. this nigga about to come in this motherfucker. Yeah. What the f- I'm 18 years old, dude. I'm mm. like, man, shh. All right, man. <laughs> Why you think they stroked you like that, bro? Um, Because we was black. All day. That's it. We was black. And they a lot of them police officers was gunning for, you know, promotions and shit like that. And we wasn't no plug or nothing like that. We was just... Make a couple dollars buying some Grand Hills at, at Salem Mall. Yeah. Going to Spunkies. Well, talk that. Mm-hmm. Talk that. So, being locked up, I mean, you got to shout out the people who showed you love while you was locked up. Who are some of the people that showed you love while you was locked up? Um, I really don't even know who they were, man, because I wasn't there long. And I was just talking to some OGs, though. Like, I didn't get involved in shit. I was just there. I was reading books. You know what I'm saying? I was praying out loud. You know what I'm saying? Then I, I came home and, uh, Pop sent me a packet. He sent me uh sent me a um Shop Daddy Love. Uh, we we uh, did that uh, money time. A camera, a 35 millimeter camera, Polaroid camera, and some film. So the very first thing you come come home to is a camera. Apartment and a car. Apartment. Like he paid, he paid while I was locked up, he paid the rent. So when I come home, I I was already just ready to go. You know what I'm saying? So he paid, he paid. So why you locked up, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, like when I was locked up for my six months, mm-hmm. I came home with a plan. What was your plan when you came home? I was going to deal with the girls. I was going to do something with the girls. <laughs> he wasn't wrong, was he? Right, no, I was going to do something. I was going to do something with the girls. He's a legendary answer on that one. He wasn't wrong with again. All right. So I was going to do something with girls. And it started off uh, being a photographer. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Street photographer. Because I was making money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we had Spencer's. Um, actually, we started at, uh, the, what was it? The, L, the, the S&S Lounge. Yes. That's yep. where we started yep. taking pictures yep. at. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we started yeah. taking Legendary pictures Legendary spot, yeah. by the way. Yeah, so we started taking pictures there, man. And uh, I think we did like a stripper thing one time. It wasn't. It wasn't too much. How would you feel about that? Cause I mean, cause I mean, it was. It was different. We was more trying to make the money on the pictures. So where it really kicked off was when we went to Spencer's. Spencer's was really because I was with Ron, like doing. Uh, Ron who? Ron Hunter. The legendary Ron Hunter. Yeah, he brought me in at, at Butt Naked Tuesdays when it was at Spunky's. I was the picture man. What? What? He didn't say that in his interview. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I was the picture man. And then Spunky's went left, and then we ended up at uh, Maxi Millions. Mm. And I was the picture man there. Though. So there, he let, he took the, he like, do what you do. And that's mm-hmm. when I first started doing the film, mm-hmm. VCR. So I was doing all types of shit, anything I could think of. Like, put a bed with a white sheet and motherfucker have sex, and you see the silhouette <laughs> of them having sex. Like, you know what I'm saying? You just let me, you just let me just go crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Shout out to Red and, and Jerry, bro. Right, Shout out to Red and right. Jerry. And the motherfucker was cranking, and shit, that was uh, that was the start of, that was the. But I want to pause you for a second. Uh, are you familiar with how Ron Hunter said the first time he met you? Yeah, I asked him to break some turntables. tables. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. He said it was at a, uh, a after party. It probably was. And it was you saying that some person would be at an after party, and you was like, you were talking to people to your party. 
Yeah, he had an after party. I had an after party. I didn't have no celebrities, though. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to come to where I was at. I, right. I didn't have no celebrity. I was like, and you can bring your turntables if you want, because that would be a good look. Because my plan was, I see, at that time, I knew where everybody was at. I had people in different hotels. that So Jodeci and them was at the Homewood Suites. So I, I got two suites. I was like, let me get the two biggest suites, because it's going to be... Somewhere near they gonna be at they you know I know how hotels are so right. give me the two biggest suites yeah big top floor right. whatever just top, top give floor. me the two yeah. then I invite all the girls you know what I'm saying and if we really wasn't strippers it was just girls that was partying you know right. what I'm saying I we, we really right. wasn't like, making the money on the strippers yet yeah. but I had a party thing going so I get the room and girls come I had a cake you know we had a stereo but it, it would have been nice if Ron would have brought his turntables so legendary <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> shout out to Ron Hunter, the, the legendary like Ron Hunter. He actually did a uh, podcast with us. What was it like meeting Ron Hunter for the very first time? What's your very first impression of Ron? DJ Ron, the legendary DJ Ron. Uh, I mean, he was cool. He was, you know, uh, back then he was always cracking. So you know, <laughs> we was going back and forth, like because I cracked too. So that's what what kept us. Sparring back and mm -hmm. forth for years, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like because y'all story is kind of intertwined at a certain. Yeah, he used to he used to make fun of me, Fairborn. Shut up, nigga! You don't know nothing, Fairborn ass nigga, and all this. You know what I'm saying? All of that. You know what I'm saying? On the young, because you know he's from the west and I'm from here. Yeah. But I'm like nigga, but I'm really not from Fairborn. But I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all right. So eventually, y'all do a party together. So like, when do y'all cross paths, or or is this later in the story? Nah, uh, after after Spunkies, I was over there, and then it was uh, Maxi Millions. Shout out to Carrie Ivy. Yeah, Maxi Millions. We was just all over there. Then we went to Otto's, and we had like a seven year run at Otto's. Shout out to uh, C Ray. And we had a seven year and, run. And D Boy. Seven yeah. year run. So that that. Wait. So wait. Wait. I would hate for this to be the parallel. And it's made about to laugh all the time. And, and, and you know what? And hold on. And I'm going to say this without. Uh, boot stomping. Boot, yeah. boot yeah. stomping. Remember, he remember was that's part, Mike. That's Mike, Mike Webster. Mike Webster. Mike Webster Real is King. the original person that started. Boot stomping. Tuesday nights. Like, you know what I'm saying? With the strippers. It was him. Yeah. And he he was he was part of the deal when we did autos when we left. Rest uh, in peace, Mike Webster. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Sure. When we left uh, Maxi Millions and we went to autos, it was me, Mike, and Ron. But then you know Mike wanted to do other things, so it just ended up being me and Ron. I'm gonna tell you something that will make you laugh right now, bro. I promise you, bro. I to this day do not like strip clubs because of you, bro. Because literally. <laughs> I do not like this love because of you, bro. Okay. Because with the moment you came there, uh -huh. you ruined my experience, bro. First of all, I was too young to go in the club. This is all my fault, mm -hmm. right? All my fault. But what's your fault? It's coming next, right? So I was too young to be in the club, right? Autos, autos, right? So back at autos, right? Like they had a thing where you come out of the club and you pay a little extra dollars because they had a liquor license, so you get a bottle, right? So I'm young as hell. I get my little bottle. Boom, boom. I, I, I go in there. Some girl. Before I was ready for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> put, put, like literally lit candles and put that shit everywhere. And I was like, mm -hmm. and you know what? Not ready yet. Like, 
Like you literally like bro. what you was experienced was <laughs> the bachelor party. The you bachelor party style of like we see we don't do that anymore. Right. Like that was bachelor party style of stripping, where it wasn't just y'all. She put a candle. Everywhere. All types of shit. Like you know, it, it, you gonna see all types of shit. Yeah. You that's what that's what it was. Yeah. You know they. You you're gonna see you can sell happy birthday on them cakes. And oh, the 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 ice cubes out the you know and they was doing all types of shit. He, but you can't I wasn't do that. ready for that, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was so how many other lives did you move out of life? <laughs> so, wait, wait. So, no, I, I'm being silly, of course. Mm -hmm. So, during the time that you were out of, you know, with D Boy, right? Who? D Boy. Uh huh, yeah. D Boy. So, like, y'all got a nice business relationship going on. What are some of the crazy things you saw at Auto? You give us one story. That story, the one you think of right now. That, yeah, nah, that one. That one. That one. The way you look at it. Nah, nah, nah. That, not, uh, we're gonna not, move not. on. We're gonna move on from there. The autos was autos. Well, I was had to be crazy because yeah, it was off the chain. It was a lot like presses. I was youngest. Yeah, autos. Autos was autos. Uh, turned us into businessmen. For uh, for me, as far as to know mm. what uh, you know, what I'm saying what I was worth. So, you know, what I'm saying because we was getting 100 percent of our hustle. Okay, cool. Dollar, but I mean, just having having dancers and being able to. Um, I don't know if the word is convince or bring somebody in to want to dance because sometimes people would be ashamed to do well, something it, like that. It, here's the thing. So, how, well, I, well, how did you how did you find yourself being able to get girls who would want to do something like that? Like, how how did you recruit or uh, how did you get it going for real? You know what my cheat sheet was. You know what my cheat sheet was? Nah. My cheat sheet was the money. I didn't have to convince anybody. The money convinced them. I didn't have to do anything. And you got to understand, you got to really understand how many people on this planet. You know, everybody just worry about their small world. There's a lot of people on this planet and everybody do a lot of things. Yeah. All you got to do is tap into that energy and it's going to come to you. Yeah. That's a bar, bro. <laughs> Can I get a story, bro? That's a bar, yeah, bro. Yeah, it bar. is. That's a bar. That's a bar. So, like, during this time, you know what I'm saying? Like, you are the, like, you went from photographer mm -hmm. to now promoter. What's the difference to you, be, being, like, being between the person that's being the promoter or the photographer? What's the biggest difference, like, to you? Um, I mean, I always been a promoter though. Like you know, I came in the game getting the, the, you know, the money off the door and all that. So, you know, to go in the club, you know, you're giving, you know, what I'm saying you gotta. To be a promoter, you know, what I'm saying the club is not gonna mess with you if you cannot bring something to the table. Right. That's what your job is there to do. And if you can't do that, then you can't do. You're not doing your job. Right. You know what I'm saying. So. Um, I just got tired of doing, you know, uh, just, you know, bootleg shit. So during the time, <laughs> because... In a nutshell. Like, for instance, like... <laughs> your parents aren't too far to, you know, so like disconnected from it. How are your parents looking at your new line of work? Oh, shit. Pops was all for it. Pops, uh, Pops uh, was helped me finance... Uh, uh, organized sex, like the whole idea of oh, we gonna having, get there, we gonna having get a website there. and everything. So, you know, I had to go to conventions to get the information to even 
Floyd, let's start there. Okay. Uh, what led you to the road of creating OrganizedSex.com? From legendary OrganizedSex.com. Uh, the technology changed because we went from selling our own shit on VCR tapes to DVDs to streaming. So you got to stay up with the times, you know what I'm saying? And uh, at the time when we had the website, it was only a few people in the city that had legitimate website, and that was me, uh, 275, and Akil. Shout out to Rob right. Hood, that was another only, legendary And I'm not talking about just you website and it's a picture. I'm talking about functional buttons that work. And mm -hmm. You buy stuff and the shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. that, that shit. So, you know, um, that was back then. And, and, and the niggas didn't have smartphones. You know, so you had to have a computer. Right. So, like, what do you feel was, like, do you feel like that was a misstep in your approach? Do you feel like that was something that, like, you should have done during that time? I mean, it was, it was, it was what I needed to do to get to where I'm at on what, you know what I'm saying, on a lot of things because I experienced a lot. Um, I missed the boat, though. Because at the same time of the porn shit, um, at the same time of me making porno tapes, I should have been shooting how I'm making the porno tapes. Wait. The, the whole reality of it. Because that's, mm -hmm. that's the boat I missed. Like, I should have been shooting the back, the back part, going yeah. and dealing with these bitches. That, that, that would have made way more money than what the you fuck You saying doing. basically is like what, um, basically what fans only is now. You could yeah. be having the whole backstory of one person and push that and then another person and push that. You think you could have been the forefront of fans only if you no, thought about I mean, it. No, because I mean, I was doing that. That was basically what the website was, fans only. Like, you mm -hmm. go to the website and you get the content and the same thing. It's just now is the phones are smarter, so the uh, the content management programs are better. Like, you know what I'm saying? That you can just upload, take pictures and all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no, because back then you had to have a webmaster. You had to pay a right. webmaster like fucking 56, 76. It depends how, like, you want a, a small store or you want a big store. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? But now, upload it, got templates, and make it look good. Yeah. So, eventually you venture off and then you and Ron Hunter, y'all two meet mm -hmm. for business. Not the very first time. What's the first time you and Ron Hunter met and y'all talk about business and then y'all do y'all very first joint venture together? Uh, It was autos. And we just, it was always, you know, uh, on top of shit. We just stayed on top of everything. That's laid the foundation on how I run my business now. You know what I'm saying? So y'all partner together. And then later on, y'all have the very first dating uh, cast to call. Of what? Organized sex. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what other <laughs> website would that be? Like, uh, uh, that was uh later on. I mean, I already had the what girls. What led to that then? Uh, I mean, it was just oh yeah, what led to that? Yeah, yeah, Boom. yeah. Um, there. Okay, y'all remember MJ's? Yes. yes. Okay, MJ's was lit. When I was in MJ's, I wasn't getting no money from the door from Tuesday night. It was Eddie, and it was uh, Mark. That was mm -hmm. their night, but you doing Photo Kings on that time or something else? No, PK Productions. Okay, but he let me sell my CDs because I always had side hustle, so I go in there banging CDs. Like I make three, four hundred dollars just banging the CDs. I was always in there, mm -hmm. so but I always had other shit going on too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But um, shit, Burn City Distribution was like that thing, though. See, that's what that that's what if it wasn't for Burn City Distribution, organized sex wouldn't be. 
Wow. So you took a different trajectory than yeah. most people in dating. Like, like, and, and I want to commend you, first of all, off you literally choosing your own path. Like, first of all. So, like, what was that like for you trying to, like, navigate? Because we already have, during this time, we have other strength that people are using here. Uh-huh. Is that kind of tap into what you, like, you ain't from here during that time? Uh, no, nah, I've been, you know, I mean, I was here, you know. Uh, I'm already rooted when I started organizing because I was selling CDs. I mean, I was, we was selling CDs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we, 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 back then, to sell the bootleg CDs and all that shit, mm-hmm. you had to go to New York or you had to go to uh, Cincinnati. Yep. So we absolutely. Was like, so we was like, where are we gonna fit? How are we gonna fit into this? Mm-hmm. Like, we got to become the connect. Right. How are we gonna become the connect? The technology. Mm-hmm. We bought four towers. I think towers were like twenty six hundred dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers were still burning on computers. There was no way in the world anybody in the city was gonna top out what we was doing. Right. That was not gonna do it. Right. So it didn't matter if this guy had uh, a, a CD. Mm-hmm. He only had a few of them. Right. Once we get on, we stepping on it. We running it. Let's run, run brick up. Brick up. Let's, yeah. let's run a hundred of each. Right. Then that that's how we became the wholesale. That's how we became to connect. So everybody started buying from us. So you became really like the distributor. Exactly. Okay. Like, and then that's when we started doing shit. Like Ron would sell me his mixtape for two hundred seventy dollars. He did that one time. We stepped on that motherfucker so hard he had never. He said he'd never do that again because he couldn't sell his CD. Ron Hunter, yeah. who we had on the yeah. same podcast talking about how he hate bootleggers, right? Mm-hmm. He let you buy the whole yeah, the master, master, yeah, for for two seventy, and he was like, nah, never again, because he couldn't sell the CD. It was too we we we, we yeah, because you produced it. we flooded it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So produce this, man. So so <laughs> so that's what you know, and and and, and so shout out to Ruts, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, we couldn't sell the bootleg CDs down there at Ruts. So what we did, we start making mix CDs. So we'd take uh, uh, Young Buck versus uh, whoever at the time, and we'd take half the album, half this album, and we'd put it on there and then put it out there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And we was doing, and we was doing, we doing gospel, same thing, gospel verses and stuff like that. So we just, I mean, and we was down there, Russ banging. So would you consider yourself a producer during this time? No. <laughs> just Smith. A producer, no. Nah, nah, we. A finesse. Nah, nah, we was. Uh, I mean, we were still doing the strip club stuff. Cause after that, we'd go. I'd do a bachelor party, or Thank you, say. you know, what I'm saying, or we'd go do whatever. But you know, we wasn't really. You know, I didn't start locking the. You know, say I didn't start locking the clubs up until after. Uh, that shit folded. You know what I'm saying? Because the feds hit hard. But before that, you had something I thought was legendary. Was that right? Which is the OSSexToys.com, right? Yeah. Because I feel like that's something that most people did not jump on a wave of, and you can buy it right now every day. Well, that was that was easy. That was dropship. It's a dropship company. So you were the first dropshippers in Dayton, Ohio. It was, it was easy. All I had to do was put a logo, make it nice and pretty, and and launch the website. You the first dropshipper in Dayton, Ohio. I don't know if I was the first drop. You, you have to be at this point because in my research, well, this, is like, re- this, this is so uh, early in yeah, the game. Yeah, I mean, it might be. OS Sex. OS, OSExoticToys.com. Yep. Yeah. That's 
it the was a drop first time I've seen, bro. Yeah, that was that was easy. I didn't have to do nothing. I had to do it. Of sex toys. Nah, because I mean, it was <laughs> you accept it, bro. I mean, it was it was it was uh, I mean, a few people was buying from it. I didn't make a check from it for real. I mean, but they bought from it. It is what I buy from it. I mean, if you want to be discreet, now you just go in the store and shit. <laughs> just going so store. eventually, you've been dropping to y'all. Um, you, uh-huh. fuck y'all. You, um, partner with Evasive Angel. Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. How did that so, happen? Uh, I was done doing. I was, I was already doing. I, I, I was like five movies in. Walk us into that. I was five movies in. The first movie. No, I'm talking about five movies on, on my part. Let Walter the first movie. I mean, How did you recruit the very first girl to be in the movie for you? Uh, they was already around. It's the money. All right, so the second movie. I was, so, 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 okay, okay so, 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 so the movies was easy. We just, it was real, you know, we had to do paperwork. Everybody had to uh, go through AIM, you know what I'm saying, for, for testing. For the person that is thinking about joining into, like, the sex uh, industry. Mm-hmm. What is the type of paperwork that you got to fill out? What are some of the things you got to go through? Uh, just, nobody no. gonna hear this nowhere besides you. Like you're well, literally the only person that we gonna trust as far as us. Well, I mean, back then, because it's different now. But back then, you uh, had to go through AIM. There was AIM was uh, America Online. Right? No, no, AIM was a clinic where you had to get a AIDS test and all your testing. Like you had to go there. It was in each city that you had to. Each city had an aim. Like you had to, you know what I'm saying. So if you want to do move, this this what you had to have the paperwork because you couldn't it couldn't trust just any doctors. It had it to had be to a be, company, one it company. Had to be conglomerate. Yeah. So the company you go to aim, get the paperwork, and that's and that's basically what we did. We uh got like six girls, and we went to Wait Vegas. Wait a minute. I got a question. Have you ever had somebody that didn't pass aim? Oh, that I, person. That, you got to say the name, but have no, you ever? No, no, okay, no, okay. no, no, because. Dating girls, y'all clean. No, because. Right, fast um, if something was happening where they took the test and, you know, I'm thinking, Shady. okay, this test, this test right here has to be positive because we're about to go shoot. So I'm going to know something before we even get here because you got the, it's the t- you can't doctor yeah, this. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you that so no, I ain't never run into nobody. Fucked up, but um, they test uh, they test often. You know what I'm saying. But anyway, so we got the paperwork and we go out to Vegas to the AVN convention. AVN. And, uh, and I was like, okay, we need to get these people's attention because I'm tired of doing movies. Like, you know, I need to make some porn star. I went from making the movies because it was a lot of money to make the movies. And I was like, I could blow them up, and then right, I got blown up. Right, to, be- with the club. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That was it. That was that was the plan. That was the plan. That was the plan, and it was working. But uh, <laughs> we get to that. But uh, so I was like, okay, let's get these girls tested. Let's go out here. Let's get some t-shirts. Just simple shit. Red top t-shirt. Boom. Just say, my fucking ready to work. Oh. Is it just ready to work? I had like seven of them. They all had ready to work t-shirts, all white. That's legendary. You know what I'm saying? That's legendary. We had the paperwork, so we was ready yeah, to that's work. That's legendary. Right, and we got work. You got work. That's how I met old boy. You know what I'm saying? Out there. So that's how you met the Avace of Angels. Yeah. And then Angels. They did movies out there, so I got a little, you know, cut for the movies that, you know, they did out there and all that. But uh okay. I was gonna but, bootleg the but, movies but, anyway. But <laughs> so it that's didn't legendary. <laughs> you the first thing oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Smith, how many people have we interviewed and they have stories like that where they fumble? Yeah. 
He the first thing to say, shit. I'm gonna, what the hell? Yeah. They uh, uh, shoot. I'm bootlegging that whole. I mean, yeah, it only made sense because they were still dancing in the clubs that I was at. Bar, they were yeah, still yeah. working in the spots that I was doing. So yeah. that was the whole idea, you know. Plus, you know, I was making it look good like the store. So it didn't even matter, like you know what I'm saying. So we went out there and. Um, I'll ask you one question before you go there. Mm-hmm. What was that like compared to, like, for instance, I'm saying you already went from the um, venture of you being a photographer, venturing off to you now you promoting. What was that bag like where you just sitting back letting them do that? How much did that set you back and how much did it set you forward? It cost me more to even do that, that whole shit. It cost me more to go to Vegas. It cost me more to do all that. So I was trying to get the money on the back end. You know what I'm saying? Because I was taking the money from the club. Oh, that's a bars, man. <laughs> He's trying to get his money on the back end. I was going to get yeah. on the back end. Because I was going to get it. You know <laughs> Boy, what I'm saying? You're, you're going to put in the work. On the back end. Yeah. On the back end. Of the, uh, 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 Watch it back. You'll get it. You know what what I'm right. I know what you trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but, um, right. but, but yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so. Yeah. The, the bag, the bag was there. Yeah. All right, so the AVN convention. So, uh-huh. I mean, during this time, I mean, you down there, are you scouting talent as well? No. You there with your girl. <laughs> the girl, we still be looking for the, the work. Like, we the was lick, stri- yeah. Right, because we, we was going to stay out there as long as we could stay. We did, what, about three straight weeks. We, we went out there, three then we weeks. drove. Yeah, we went out there, we did the AVN. Because that's where everybody was at. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you want any work, you go to AV. That's where all the companies at. Absolutely. So you can talk to everybody right there. Everybody. And then everybody's there. going to L.A. So you yeah. go to the Valley. So yeah. we got a room and got the air mattresses and got the food <laughs> cards and shit and loaded up in that motherfucker. It was like, we here. Yeah. Now, let's start knocking on these doors. Yeah. And. You know what I'm saying? Grinding. So, yeah, grinding. So before, like, so so I'm still trying to get it right. So before you get to that point, mm-hmm. you in a negative at this point. But when you go to the next point, do you finally start seeing some type of return? Uh, on the D- when the DVDs drop, we was getting a lot of kickback because I sold a thousand. So copies. that's after you came back. Yeah, after we came back and fell out with the. But wait, wait. So like, what's it like going from? <laughs> After what? you did what? Donna came back and did what? <laughs> After falling out with the girls and all that shit. Yeah, right, yeah. right. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. So when it go from you starting, going there, y'all doing scenes in the third, you not seeing no type of returns yet, then y'all go to the next spot. What's it like going to the next spot knowing, like, at this point you are a negative? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you negative starting off. Then you negative again, and now you go to the next spot. You still made no money because in your head you're thinking we can go make some money at the strip club. I mean, you don't really think about that. Oh, we got a special sponsor in the building. Y'all said you don't really think about that. Special sponsor better. My bad. My bad. Happy birthday to you, King. Happy birthday to you, King. But yo, we got a special sponsor in the building, man. I, I would hate to stop the podcast and do this, man. But man. We got my man well, big. This, this for this for Dollar Bill's birthday, bro. It's for your birthday, bro. Right look, now, bro. You, you got us a sponsor. We just now we we linked up and did something real major. Big, look, come right here, bro. Y'all know y'all ain't never seen nobody else back here with me, bro. We got my bro. What you got, Big? Put it up in the camera real quick, bro. Hey, we sponsored. Got a new sponsor that just now came and checked in. Got the Kira wine. Yeah. Shout out to. Come on, big brothers. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, Dollar Bill. Yeah, man. Happy birthday, Bill. Appreciate it. Man, go ahead, Bill. Go and take him over there and put him on the table, bro. Yeah, bro. That's that good old K
we gonna take just one quick second yeah. while we get set up. Y'all check us out real quick, man. This little commercial t-shirt king 247.com featuring T.O. and Michael Wright. Look, I just made all these shirts for Michael Wright. T.O. show. Hey man, what you got, bro? Man, we got listen, man. We got these shirts, man. Look at the greatest. Hold on, pull one out, bro. Pull one out. And yeah, let me see the back. What's happening? What's up, girl? Look, I just made all these shirts for Michael Wright. T.L. Show. Show. Yeah, man. Look, I just made all these shirts for Michael Wright. T.L. Show. Show. What you got, bro? Hey, man, what you got, bro? Yeah, man, we got, listen, man. We got these shirts, man. Look at the greatest. Hold on, pull one out, bro. Pull one out. Quality shirt. Yeah. Not just Let me see the shirt. back. Quality shirt. What's happening? What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, we doing it right here at the T-shirt. Yeah, it. Man. What's your boy, Dash? We swear like I'm my man right here with my man Stacking Smell. Let's play some bills, bro. What's goody good, man? Go and holler at my bros at Sheiks. They got the best breakfast in the city, and then you want to go and holler at attorney. Michael Wright, if you ever in your life get injured, go to the hospital first. First. Dial 937 7477 like and subscribe to our youtube channel ring the bell notification so you can get alerted every time we drop a new video and come and holler at me at t-shirt kings 4301 north main street and gold for your mouth the number one gold teeth designers in the world we in this thing with my brother dollar bill we're and keeping it real. We have a very new sponsor. We we are in this thing with my brother dollar bill keeping it real and it is his birthday eve and uh, we honored to have him in here. And our new sponsor, get get rid of that motherfucking Patron goddamn box. <laughs> Throw that bitch out of here. Man, we got Kiara Wine that'll get you feeling fine. Kiara. pronouncing it right, bro. Kiara Wine. Kiara Wine. Man, and bro, how can they contact you for the for the wine, bro? How can we get with you? They can hit me up on Facebook, Antoine Cunningham. Antoine Cunningham on Facebook. Yes, sir. And then he, he delivers the wine to you. That's real major. And from this day forward, we'll have um, just all of that information for you guys, and then we'll repeat it for you. But Kiara Kiara wine. Kiara wine. Kiara wine. It's my favorite drink of all Bill's time. Birthday, well, man. Kiara wine is my favorite drink of all time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. All right. Back to candy bars. Know about that Kiara wine? Man, let's go. Peanut, it's on you, King. So, bro, I mean, eventually, right? I, I love that eventually, right? So now you <laughs> and Rod Hunter, y'all are doing co-op shows together. Mm -hmm. What's it like linking up with him? Or is it more or less like you have the club and he's linking up with you? Uh, nah, it was cool because, I mean, he was the man. So, you know, that's how... I got noticed. I mean, you know, you got to stand next to the sun to get a little shine. You feel me? Yeah. That's a bar, man. Ron Hunter, big dog. Yeah, big I mean, dog. You know, Ron Hunter, big dog. Big man. dog. He, so, he, you know. had, he had been did a whole bunch of shit before. Mm-hmm. 
Shit, we was even grown for Big real. dog. So like so like what's it like uh linking up with the legendary? I was, I was cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? We just did a lot of business together, man. It was so like, Butt Naked Tuesdays, nigga. Yeah, what's Butt up? Butt Naked Tuesday was legendary. It was a, that was real. That was that was a seven year run. That's that brand yeah, that brand was crazy, that. you know what I'm but, saying? Before the seven year run, what was the worst the first thing you ever cause we we can only ask you this. Mm-hmm. What was the worst dancer you've ever seen? Period. I mean, you gotta put a name on it, but what did it look like to you? Is there uh, such thing as a bad dancer? Yeah. Bro? There we go. Um, that's really on the person that's running the show that allowed motherfucker to come in like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, some people just don't know. Like you know, like motherfucker just get the bright idea they want to strip. In their mind. It's like this, but in reality, it's not like. I want to ask you yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna ask you that. So, and this was later on the question, but what are some of the things that, like, for instance, like a girl may go to amateur night, uh-huh. tur- turn up, mm-hmm. make a thousand dollars amateur night. Mm-hmm. She wants to now make that amateur night into a full profession. What are the things that she's looking forward to that she don't think about, such as tip in and tip out? Let's talk about that. I mean, this, talk, talk. Come on, I mean, I, 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 I don't know. Man, I mean, what? I, I mean, what you want to know? What the tip it or whatever? I mean, what you want to know? What? what, what uh, I want to hear about some of the messed up things that happened. Like, for instance, like say say what would happen if someone that you didn't want to get into it would uh-huh. be into it, and then we can talk about the positive aspects of it as well. I mean, you know, man, it is. So let's talk about tipping. All right, right. Uh, I gotta, I gotta hold your hand through it. All right, so what is tipping? The money that the girls gotta pay to dance, because they're they're independent contractors. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like how much? Like, you know, when people be like, man, how many bitches you got? It's not, it's not about that. It's about you know, what I'm saying the, the platform they would create and they step on that, but they gotta pay. Right. Because the girls are loyal to the money, so there's a tax you gotta pay to even get to the money. Right. right, you feel what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying. Every it's girl, a startup fee. Yeah, so every girl pays their money up front. Invest, but in we started that too. Don't leave that out. So, so like <laughs> tip in started with ten dollars. Facts. I, I know. Now, it's, now it's, I done paid ten dollars right. a couple times for right. somebody. Right. So <laughs> don't say right when I say. It. <laughs> I mean, cause yeah, but you know, I, I got it. You know, all right, all right, all right. We ain't going there. All right, all right, all right. We ain't going there. Cause this ain't my podcast. It's your podcast. So wait, so wait, wait. So like, back to the whole fact of the fact of like tipping in, right? Uh-huh. So like, for instance, to put this into proper perspective, right? <coughs> Down in like Atlanta mm-hmm. during the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. they have a Super Bowl, right? The tip in is something Asher like it's like the craziest you ever gonna think of, right? Have you ever took somebody to Atlanta for the? No. Uh, but do you know what that price yeah. is? I mean, it depends because. Give tip, me the craziest number that you ever in, heard for a tip in. I don't know. I, I, I mean, just give me one number of a crazy number that you ever heard. We for was a in tip LA. In. I'm gonna tell you this. We was in LA. Um, this was 2008. We turned the parking garage into a strip club. It was five, it was five promoters that mm-hmm. did it. So um, the tip in was two hundred seventy dollars. That is you know before saying? you start dancing, ladies. Yeah. 
So, so, but, 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 listen, and, and, and I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell you why <laughs> the tip-in was you, that because tip-in is based on how many singles are in the building. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you got a hundred k, you can't have a bunch of twenty dollar tip-in in that motherfucker. You have every stripper in the world in that motherfucker. So. It's it, it, all the market the, cap. Yeah, it, it goes like you know what I'm saying that that that. See, cause yeah, I it, crypto right now. see, cause listen, see, cause right now I have to charge seventy five to tip in at my spot because if I charge anything less, it'll be triple the girls. We got girls coming from Cleveland. We got girls coming from Columbus. We got girls coming from Naptown, Pittsburgh, Kentucky, Cincinnati. You know what I'm saying? And don't forget about our city. Like you know what I'm saying? So. Right. It can't be like that. It got to be. It got to be on that certain level. So, 2011 Texas, my nigga. What are we talking about? What's that? 2011 when you went to Texas. It's during the time where I you go to Texas. <laughs> I wish you a lot of me again. Right, right. <laughs> I wish you a lot of me again. Texas, Texas in 2011. Yeah. No, nah, I wasn't in Texas in 2000. So during the time, you still doing back and forth shows? Yeah, yeah, we going, yeah, we we moving around. But no, no, well, you ain't doing shows in Texas. You venturing off to Texas. It's more or less like you are going to visit Not you doing shows in Texas. There's nothing I saw within my research. Uh, Well, I went to Texas a, a few weeks ago. Um, and that was because of personal reasons, but that wasn't... Uh, I, I didn't do nothing with no strippers in Texas. So 2012, so we're going to fast forward. 12. So you and DJ Skano uh -huh. link up. No, I ain't never link up with Skano. You had a mixed show in 2012. <laughs> no, I, I, I fucked with Skano, but I ain't never linked up with Skano. So are you telling me, that, like, I'm looking at a little, like, where you and DJ Skano did a mixed show together in 2012? Nah. Never? Nah, no. The, that's the very first. Right, All right. yeah. So, Party Man. Party Man, yeah. F from the radio station. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's start there. Uh, I mean, you know, um, at this time, I'm on the radio. Like, I'm, I'm paying I'm paying ads. So, that's how me and Party Man got cool. Like, I had him do the ads. Like, all my ads. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, after a while, I started doing my own ads. You know what I mean? So, what's that like? Uh, visual off because like I said like for instance like if you are doing sexual content and mm -hmm. then now it's going to the mainstream to me will be like radio uh, what was the thought process in that uh, I had to water everything down I had to water everything down uh, to a corporate level of of, of like uh, promoting you know what I'm saying like advertising you know what I'm saying? Because back then I was wild. I used to ride around with organizedsex.com on the vans and shit. And that was just because I'm I wanted to. I'm about to get to that. I swear yeah, to God I yeah, was. Because, you know, that's because I was, that was more of a shock value. But really, that was being an asshole. Because a lot of people, you know, people's kids and they looking, you know, pulling up and shit. And I didn't realize that. You know what I'm saying? What was it like shooting your own content? Uh, Easy. <laughs> it was easy. Because during the time, like I said before, like if you look into. Man, uh, I mean, wait, you know wait, what I'm saying? Wait, doing wait, the movies. Wait, wait, wait. So, like, during this time, you literally, like, to me, mm -hmm. during this time that I'm talking about, during the time that we just, like, 
fell in the middle of because mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this is, this is here, this is here. I, I finally got you right where the fuck I want you at. Mm-hmm. Pause. Is you literally have multiple women living with you during the summer. Uh, How did that happen? That was. Um, Who was the first? Shorty look come like like all well, right, cool. And then the second shorty came. We 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 got the house and the um black uh what show was that? Making the band? Yes. P. Diddy. Yes. I was watching that and I was watching like how he had the beds and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like yeah. it was very convenient. You know what I'm saying? For real. That's hard, for bro. Real. No, for real, it was real oh, convenient. Oh, I was like, oh, I'm looking like I can do this. I got the room for this. So so uh, That's hard. I got the bunk beds, I got the vanity, I got the internet, I got the you know the the lockers, and uh, we was running the beds for forty dollars a night. You know what I'm saying? So it was like the first Airbnb for the strippers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because it was easy. The reason why it was That's easy hard. because I was the work. I was at uh, was it the men's club? Yeah, was probably Dayton yeah. Gold at the time. Yeah, yeah Dayton Gold. Yeah. And, and and I was there three nights. About, about yeah, about three nights. Wait, so how did you scout your talent to stay in the crib? There was no scouting. It was it was all like he like is like there was no the money is the scout. Yeah, yeah, right. There's no there's no there's no there's no there's no. I'm literally going off the back of Dunkin', bro. No, there's no scout. Like the the money is the scout. Like if you know that's you know you stand on that platform, you know motherfucker gonna you know step up there with you. You don't have to beg anybody. So wait, wait, what was it like? Cause it had to be one day where you saw somebody that you knew, like goddamn, like girl, you too fine to be through this month. <laughs> you talking about what? Find what to dance or what? Just shit. Like, what, like or what? I mean, you what, navigate that one. What? I'm gonna ask you too much. Yeah. Like, like, I, I mean, what do you say? Like, like, both. like, like, you want to take out the game or what? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, is, is that is, have I seen anybody like that? That I want. Have you ever seen somebody like yo? You, so like you too fine to be on the pole, and then somebody that like too nah, fine. nah, nobody too fine on the pole. It's not about that because I mean, I, 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 that's not what I'm looking for. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. That's not what it was. But the other saying. question is, since, since you, since you <laughs> yeah. did that one good, yeah. he did that shit good, and he like, nigga, I was waiting for you to ask that one. Mm-hmm. All right, so what about the other one? But one that you was ready to answer. What was that? This is gonna go. This is gonna go. All right. So the one that you felt like should be in the game. Should be in the game? That was fine as shit. You was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it was it was a lot of them. I mean, it was a lot of uh, what came through like that. Because it, it was almost like a status thing, you know what I'm saying, to have that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As a young age, coming up with strippers, you know what I'm saying? You had to have something like, nigga, this, she represent me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that was a. Boom. You know. That one. Yeah. So, but dollar doing the mix of all of the shit that you're doing. I mean, in any business owner, at a certain time, bro, you will get you'll suffer from burnout. Yeah. When you're doing this shit yeah. for a long time, oh, yeah. I don't care whatever it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you go through that type of shit, uh, or did you saying you did go through that? Um, what else did you think about doing? Everything. Yeah. From being a mic man. To be in uh what's a, a mic, mic I'm that, a, MC. Okay. You know yeah. What I'm hosting. Yeah, hosting, uh, you know, DJing. Uh, yeah. You know, just a lot of other shit, you know. Facts. So I wanna ask you, so like during the time when you was a black you have mm-hmm. like 
Nigga, accept it first. Like, accept it that you the black you have. Okay. Because I promise you, every question I ask you is geared towards you accepting that. Okay. <laughs> Accepted it. Cause I, like I know you're a way fly nigga, and yeah. you like yeah, I ain't I ain't trying to accept all that now shit because you may hard. have certain things that's going on now. But today is a day of honoring you, bro. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like I want you to accept that. Like nigga, we here to honor you. It ain't nothing else. <laughs> right. Right. So how many females at one point in time that you had living underneath your own roof? Park. Four, okay. Four, because it was only four beds. Well, wait, and I love the fact that niggas say only four, <laughs> only four, right? So, like, what was that like? See, but they wasn't. It was never a live. It was never. It was always, you know, the bags. Ain't nobody ever, you know, go pick out no furniture, no shit like that. Like it was always. <laughs> it was always. It was. It was <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Crib, it was, right, I'm just saying it was but always. But what was it like coming? Wait, 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 nigga. Oh, I'm not gonna let you get away that easy, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Even on your birthday, you ain't gonna let it easy, okay. right? Me leaving the club, Smith. Smith, what nigga Smith at, bro? Hey, yeah, I'm in here. He's on here. Smith, if I go to Sporty's right down the street, or if I go to Agnes uh, for my lunch, whatever, right? Yeah. And I go back to my crib with four chicks there, what's that life like for you at that um. point? I always had people around me, so it wasn't just always. Yes, ah, I'm just saying. Always had, I always had, I always had niggas around me, man. You know, my, my closest niggas, they was always there, so it was always a a, a, a community type thing going. So out. everything with community at that, mm -hmm. me at the crib. I respect that, bro. I'm just chilling. You like a strong man, bro. Like you keep the crib solidified. Mm -hmm. Strip club drama, my nigga. Let's mm -hmm. talk about it. What beef fights and all that. I mean, it, it happens. You know, you got girls. What was the coming. craziest thing that you've seen at the strip club? <laughs> it happens. <laughs> uh, motherfucker falling off the pole and breaking a <laughs> goddamn shoulder. Did what? Bill dropped. Did, they did. Uh, fell off the pole and broke what? Broke their shoulder. Oh, um, shoulder, yeah. I mean, she was drunk, and I told her, I was like, you know, you might want to slow down. Goddamn it. And she went up to that pole and she fell off that motherfucker. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. So, during this time, mm -hmm. are you the person to cover her, or are you just like... No, I mean, you know... Back with the festivities. No, nah, I mean, goddamn, the ambulance came and everything. She went to the hospital, her shit was fucked up. Yeah, they came, shit. I didn't, you know, I told her not to. So, so, so uh, I did my research, and I think you probably had a Guinness Book record. Mm. With what? How many strip club fights have you seen? <laughs> You know what? They didn't even start. Listen, I'm be honest with you. They didn't even start fighting until probably ten years ago. And what was the craziest fight scene you ever seen? Probably didn't get shit, dude. Shit, it goes Cause I got a couple of them in here. It was one girl that was in there. Like <laughs> I do my research. It was one girl in there, like super drunk, mm -hmm. and she like she there and she going off, and you told her shut the fuck up, <laughs> and then she was like wild, like yeah. trying to throw. Uh, I mean, you know, my. Why are they mad at you? No, they ain't mad at me. They just mad. Like, yo, when motherfucker get mad, you know what I'm saying? You know, have you ever tried to calm a motherfucker that that just say fuck it? Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that's hard to manage. So you gotta try to, you know, uh, restrain her or whatever. <laughs> so I saw the video and and the chick got removed from the club in your mm -hmm. video. Mm -hmm. Like, so like, 
What do you feel would have been like a way that you could safeguard people from being like drunk in the club? And I mean, there's no way to regulate <laughs> right. people drinking. I'm trying to find a way. We gotta find a way. Okay. I mean, you can't Same regulate. Guy. I mean, you know, you can't you motherfucker buy a bottle or whatever. You can't regulate a motherfucker drinking or the attitude. You just you can regulate it when the shit go left, but yeah. you know you can't police that. Like you right. know, that's just that's too much. Like right. motherfucker don't want nobody standing over them watching them take <laughs> shots and shit. You had enough. You know how uncomfortable it is. Okay. <laughs> so so like you literally done damn near every venue in Dayton. What's your favorite venue where you throw events at? Ohio Chiefs. And why? Because I'm exclusive. So let's talk about why we here. Which is Ohio Chief, which you got industry night, which is love the baby. Candy, Candy bars. bars. Yep. Um, who you wanna interview? Uh you wanna introduce the rest of the beautiful lady? Go ahead, Candy. <laughs> Go ahead, Hi, Candy. I'm best friend. I'm Candy <laughs> Bars, best friend, I'm Sunny Delight. Yeah, Promise. Crazy. I work at Ohio Chiefs. You'll see yes. me there Monday, Thursday, Friday. Whenever. <laughs> <laughs> whenever you see me. Yeah. And she cute too with her little slip to look. Y'all need to come out. Yeah, y'all gotta show come love, out. show love. I'm new to dating. So yeah. So let's talk about some of these more accomplishments, right? So mm -hmm. 2014 you met um K Michelle. What was that experience like? <laughs> it was that. <laughs> Uh, Bro, we gotta kick it more often, obviously, because yeah, uh, like, I mean, you know, it was an experience. Yeah, yeah, just you know, the celebrities, man. You, but for real, the celebrities are really like regular motherfuckers. If you get on that level with them, you know what I'm saying. And that's that's all. Like, you know, I mean, in LA, you run into people. Like, you literally run into motherfuckers. And if you can't run into them, you can go where they at. Dude, you go on it? the studio. You brought a couple of. Um, Stars down yeah. to my shop. I yeah. mean, we was hitting the booth and doing a bunch of stuff down there. Who was it? It was a Cherokee. Uh, Pinky. Pinky. Yeah, Pinky, Pinky, Pinky. Uh, see, now I did Shout that because one Sife. thing, like, Sife as well, because like, well, I, I I had to because I mean, I mean, Smed, like, you know, everybody knows Smed, you know. Yeah. Like, like, you know that. Yeah, for sure. I got to show her what the city is. Like, this, this is us. You know what I'm saying? We had a studio. We cut the, the commercial in his studio. Yeah, we did. Like, because I needed I needed the commercial. I did. One of them's Golds, too, bro, in L.A. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, Jeremy, yeah. What's her name? Jeremy. 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 Jeremy is, uh, uh, is it her dude at the time that when she was with uh, the Yeah, but I did the... Yeah. I did the girls' goals. So. Oh, you talking about Beauty Dior? Beauty Dior. Yeah. Oh That's my her. God. Did Beauty Dior? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. she, man, me and her end up being cool. Yeah, bro. yeah. Because uh, I were. And what's her phone number? Uh, yeah, I was bringing all the I was bringing all the porn stars. See, see, and that's what the thing. I was that was the thing when I was out there trying to do the movies. The club shit was just really where they was really getting a bag at. Yeah. So I started learning the business, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, because I I had a joint deal with. Uh, black market, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. It just, it just, it didn't make sense. I had a website. I had all my. I was already selling shit on my website. You feel right. what I'm saying? So uh, it made more sense to turn the girls into porn stars. I was gonna get more out of that than actually putting out movies. What was your greatest experience? With what? Just uh, bringing <laughs> the uh, strip pole to the. Uh, 
uh, shit to the masses, to the reality of uh, turning a, a place into a strip club. Like, you know what I'm saying? Back then, we did the girls, and it, it was like, you know, girls at the bar. That, that was the vibe. You know what I'm saying? So at the same time, when I was in Vegas trying to do the movies, I saw another vision, and I started tiptoeing towards that. Mm-hmm. And I brought the pole. Ain't nobody seen no shit like that. That was an invention. Ain't nobody seen. What was your worst experience? Fucking with them goddamn movies. Yeah. You told me that before. <laughs> yeah. On our last interview. Yeah. Fuck with them goddamn movies because, you know, you, you, you really got to be careful what you bring into your life. You know what I'm saying? And that was too much. So pushed away you think it was it was it just based on it was just a uh, lot the future ramifications it, of, the future of of if i was going to do this i had to be here with it and i wasn't comfortable with that so right it was cool right it was cool it, it wasn't even sure. about it's kind of cool when shit ain't on tape like that for real i mean it happened but yeah. it's over with and it don't got to keep getting revisited which is similar to a situation that we had with this bro some yeah. Facebook memory shit yep. just popped up. Absolutely. On this bro. And it. like when shit Talk happens, about but it ain't on tape. And then is it happens, but it's over with. But if something is on tape, man, shit, 10 years down what the line, happened? your kids will be done. Yeah. Fucked around and bumped into well, it. And, 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 and that's the reason why I took down the site in 2010. Um, I took the site down because, you know, my son was born. And the girls on the site started looking young. Shout out to the young kids. You know what I'm saying? Son, they was looking man. young, like because we was because older. We get older. Yeah, we was getting older. I look at like the NBA draft. And I'm looking like, like I'm like, and then I'm like, yeah, damn, we was point. kids doing this shit. So I just took the site down. I was I like, you know what I'm saying? It's a shit so much. I, mean, man, I respect that so much. I mean, bro. I mean, because you know, and that's crazy. When we came in, it was about the money. Yep. But sometimes you gotta look at. Your consciousness, know. man. You expand. You just—I mean, you're not the same person right now. Yeah. That you was then, even though you still lined up in the same industry, you still just feel different about shit now than yeah, you did back yeah, like so, then. So, so. Nah, me too. I also feel like it goes into what he's ventured off to, which is now you know he's dropping the DJ. So, like, talk about what got you getting your DJ itch. Pause, of course. What? Uh, what was the point where you started venture off into doing DJ work? All my friends are DJs. This is like, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all, I mean, you know what I'm saying? They all DJs. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, Swift, uh, XL. I've been around the shit 24 7. It just, you Shout know, it just TJ, made sense. Man. Shout out. Little bro. Yeah, 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 all in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All of them. Everybody, they all DJs. So it's like it just made sense for me to just go ahead and cop and, and learn. And, and, um, and it was easy to learn because I'm throwing nights. You know, and I'm running nights. I'm doing, you know, I'm doing three years. I'm doing four years. So I'm running in like semesters. Let right. me start then, and let me run it. You know right. what I'm saying? So I, I start setting up next to them and start learning. Because at this uh, point, everybody in the city and celebrities are fucking with you for real, for real. Like, so like, like, what was that transition like for you going from literally like because to you it's like moment to moment. Mm-hmm. So somebody that's watching and studying you. It is from being a kid dispatched from damn near Cali mm-hmm. to where you are today. What was it like for you, if you look at it in, total- in totality, from there to where you are now, how do you feel about that move? And what was 
the whole thing that you like encompass off of thinking of that? Just experiences, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? The experiences just lead you to where you at, you know what I'm saying, in life. You know what I'm saying? You're going to make mistakes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you make the mistakes, you got to embrace them. Meaning, you got to deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. And then you got to move on. Mm. And that's what makes you the person you are. You know what I'm saying? And just keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Because shit happens. You know what I'm saying? And then good shit happens too. So at this point, I want to ask you, like, what's your legendary mistake? Going to the penitentiary. But I became a man, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, going. So to was the that truly your legendary mistake? Yeah, like shit, man. Once you, man, once you catch a felony, man, it's boy, it takes so much to get that motherfucker. It's just, it's, it's just, it's, it's bad. You know what I'm saying? You better off just hitting the motherfucker in the jaw. They're gonna forget about that, but that paperwork stick with you. Mm. So, Smith know, and I know, some of y'all know, that we had a thing called a, um, the butterfly effect, where literally something that you said within the course of this uh, conversation or things <clears throat> I found during the course of my research that I found that was truly profound. What you just said right there is exactly where I wanna start at, right? Because you think that where you started at don't even matter, right? Mm-hmm. You think all the things that you've been through don't matter. Mm-hmm. Because that's why what's so dope about you is when we go to the uh, club, we see you turn up having a good ass time. It's the energy. It's like, you know. I got you. I got you. It's the energy that you actually give off. What's so dope about that is that people don't understand your own struggle that you've been through in order to get there. Mm-hmm. You done went through so many loss. You done been through so many different trespasses. You done went through so much of moving here, moving here, moving here, moving here. Because so many people that we done interviewed on this podcast talk about how moving around was a negative thing in their life. And you talk about it like it's a plus. Then we can go into the whole fact of you having so many different things going on to the point where you are empowering women for them to make money and you are actually doing it and you actually brought women on the podcast today that are literally reaping the, the benefits and that ain't even my butterfly effect. You literally, people may look at you like you are a person that's making money off the back of women, but I think you it's completely different. I feel like you are literally empowering women. You are literally giving them a platform for them to make money. Mm-hmm. Because not everybody on this platform are dancers. Right. Hello, Kenny Barnes. Mm-hmm. You literally have a thing called Industry Night mm-hmm. where you invite artists, creatives, dancers. Because I promise you, if you look up the definition of what hip hop is, there's dancers in there. Mm-hmm. What you have done single-handedly not even thinking about it, under no like unbeknownst to you is create a platform for hip-hop hip-hop to actually exist mm-hmm. so for me to sit here and say bro we have a story beyond this mm-hmm. and you know that mm-hmm. we know that mm-hmm. she know that mm-hmm. but in the day is bro you are unequivocally a legend bro appreciate it a legend oh, yeah. first ballot hall of famer bro Nobody in this city could ever say that they was a whatever promoter. Mm-hmm. And don't put your name in it. You ain't a whatever promoter. You are a promoter. You are one of the biggest promoters. You are the biggest promoter in Dayton, Ohio. 
Accept it. Accept it. You are a legend, bro. Mm -hmm. I love you, bro. Happy birthday, King. Appreciate it. Happy birthday, King. <clears throat> Smith. Yes, man. I mean, I've been knowing Dollar, bro. I don't even know how ah, Dollar feels cool, bro. But somehow when I was on 3rd Street, me and Dollar just ended up, we rode somewhere, bro. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> he put you in the car. He put you in the car. No, no. He put you in the uh, in a van. <laughs> no, no, no. We, I was driving. I was driving. I don't know how I ended up swooping Dollar Bill up. But once he started talking, like, I'm gold for your mouth. Oh, he God. Dollar Bill. Uh-huh. And he's like the strip king. I'm gold for your mouth. So, I thought he probably was just so damn ghetto and shit. And that's, <laughs> but I'm going for your mouth. So how can I call Both y'all niggas is corny as shit. Once Both we niggas. end up being in the car together, I had, w once we end up being in the car together, I'm like, this bro is cool as fuck. He polished. He ain't ratchet at all. Oh. Like, man, he just, he's strictly polished. And he's somebody that you would want to actually be around. Not no shit starter. Not no loud, obnoxious mm. type nigga. Like, just a, a good bro, and that's why you've been able to, for real, sustain yourself oh God. for this time, bro, because you are uh, you a good person that people want to be around. Period. You not no turn-off type. Right. Per you know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, it, it takes a particular type of personality yeah. in order to be able to run a business. Yeah. A lot of niggas is too cool yep. mm -hmm. to have a business and promote the shit that Absolutely. they do. They'll fall off. A lot of people would try to be a little too hard, mm -hmm. too rough and tough right. for people to even approach. You got to be approachable. And so that's kind of like where I see you at, bro. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Just that good, good, strong character person. And um, people will look down. Like, on our show, we've been we have uh, pastors come mm -hmm. here. And I've been having Michael Wright come on here and mm -hmm. esteemed businessmen and all kind of people that's kind of like a little different. They business mm -hmm. in their lane, but we kind of like got businesses in our lane too. And somebody might look at look at you and be like, he got strippers and look at that shit on the surface. Not knowing. But then be the same niggas that will have their daughters as cheerleaders. Those would be the same because it, mm. it's not much difference, bro. Ram out to exploitation, if it is, or if it's not exploitation, it's highlighting the beauty of a woman and showing it. Don't get us and canceled. They doing it. That's fine. It's true. Yeah, it's true. true. I mean, it's sex sales yeah. in every industry, Absolutely. bro. We got the Budweiser commercials. I just think your shit is a little bit more mask off. We getting straight to the point. Yeah. We a little bit more real about this shit. And we not really just um, sugarcoating this shit. I mean, but it's you, part of the culture. It's, 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 it's strip club it, culture. It's for the culture. Sure. Like, you can't judge a person's culture, how they live, how they talk, how they walk. And this is their culture. You know what I'm saying? You got to respect it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, we, we respect it. All day. It. Yeah, so that's, that's just All it. day. You know what and, I mean? And if, excuse me, if a woman has a right, to have an abortion, a woman damn sure got the right she to dance if she wants to. Because it's definitely, yeah. one to me is far worse. And somehow that's, a, somehow that shit is celebrated and put out here for us to vote on. And if you say abortion is wrong, niggas will go fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. 
But then you want to say stripping. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just arguments, bro. I don't so mean I'll, to kind of well, talk talk around all of that. Right, hold on. Let me finish, bro. That was just, just my point and my mm-hmm. salute to you, bro. Okay. To just say, yeah, I appreciate it. Keep going, goddammit. Do your thing and then shit. Fuck with a hater thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. So, dashes. so so a couple things that you did I thought was monumental. Like I said, I've already praised you, my nigga. At this mm-hmm. point, my nigga, we can like talk about all type of wild shit. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. But uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you, so like you had a Cincinnati versus Dayton pole competition. Mm-hmm. What was your thought process between doing that? Because I think like that was dope because it's the same thing when we do like basketball. Shout out to my man, I Deion was, Cash. I was actually... Deion Cash do the basketball. I was actually Gosh. promoting the... Um, that was the shift to uh, injecting the pole life into the strip club. Like, cause, Give you me an example. Okay, so in this industry, you have the white strip clubs. There's a certain format that they follow, and that's fine. Booty popping rather than twerking. I mean, I mean, whatever they're doing. Is, Keep it is, real. Is, Come on. No, I'm just saying. I mean, let's you know talk saying. about white stripping versus black stripping. No, well, well, well that's what I'm saying. Right, right. You got one uh, uh, set of rules that you got to follow. It's like a job. You got to be there. Yeah, you got to be there the for a long time. The rules will dictate how they dance. No, the rules is just the culture of where you're going. You know what I mean? The music, everything, the people, everything. You got to know how to talk. You got to know how to have a conversation. You got to sit down. It's a different situation okay. on the white strip clubs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you dollar bill. Right. Now, on this other side of things, what we do is more uh, 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 hip-hop, more street. We got DJs. We got mic men. We got money falling from the sky. This is this is our culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is what we go through. This is how we express ourselves when we having fun in the strip club. This is our thing. Right. So I got behind that. You know what I'm saying? Meaning injecting the pole because I told you I was the first one to bring the pole to the game. What you, you know, mean bar. by that, bro? Huh? What you mean by that? Meaning, um, you the first one to bring the pole to the to game. To bring the pole, like it, it, if you go to any strip club of what we do, the, meaning now, when, when when people do strip nights, uh huh, the night has to be legitimate with a pole, or they're just dancing on the floor. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just, oh, so so you so I you install that. a pole in the club that you I mean, go to? I mean, see, it's not installed. That's what I'm saying. When I brought it, it was a it. it they're they're they are. Um, uh, Give an example of your first event compared to your the poles well, I bring. I the, pole, the, pole, the, pole, bring the, the poles, the poles, the poles, the poles, the poles I bring are portable poles. Okay. You can break down. Right. Like you can break down and put it in your car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. Nobody's seen that you technology. Damn, bro, that's you know what I'm saying. They yeah. Did, yeah, I can put, I can turn this room into a strip club. Yeah. You know right what I'm now, saying? right now, you know yeah. what I'm saying. In your car. I mean, I can go get my shit, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. But bro, the whole I mean, thing, I mean, that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Look, because it's not like yeah, I would love. To it was, uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you where the shift started, is because if you notice in Dayton, mm-hmm. we had a strip club. What was strip club? It was the 50 yard line, right? Yeah. And then we lost it, right? Yeah. We went into the dark ages. It was everybody went back into the nightclubs Facts. because we didn't have a strip club. Oh God! Right. Then, then the foxy lady came. That's when I was down there. But the foxy lady didn't have a liquor license, so it was basically a strip club. But you know what I'm saying? Wait, no liquor. No, so no liquor. So, like but that. we we were still lit. Yeah. Okay. That was the closest thing that the city had had at the time. Right. Then when we lost that, it went it went it went dark for another seven years. You know what I'm saying? Like. We was back in the nightclubs, and then we birthed Dayton Gold. 
And the only reason why Dayton Gold was even the situation because there was an incident where somebody had died and the white folks stopped going there. Right. So they 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 was at their last wit. I was like, you got to change the format. I was like, because it's been over damn near 10 years before we, we even had a real strip club. Right. So when we popped it off, it was an instant hit. Trick Mix was DJing. We had motherfucker chopping. Yeah. That's when DBM and all them motherfuckers and, 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 and all of them. Diamond they, Cut. Diamond Cut. Everybody was in there throwing bags. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um. But, but to say that. I got a question. To say that when, 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 when the men's club. Remember when the men's club was jumping? Yeah. Um, what happened was the club was falling. So we was going back into that stage. Right. And I was already doing movies. I was already dealing with the pole. That's when we introduced the pole back, and then that's when the whole shit changed. So you also have affiliation. I think you come to now. You What's that? Brian Pumper. Oh, Brian Pumper. Yeah, man. Let's talk about the Brian Pumper affiliation. Oh my God. Yeah, I could talk I'm about that. Guy. Yeah, that that guy. That guy is a funny ass. Yeah, he dude, was. Okay, so like, we okay, so we're the ABA. Before you get started, before you get started, before you get started, right now, everybody in this podcast, including y'all, mm-hmm. are better than the person that we talking about. Mm-hmm. Right, this person was literally the person that is effing on camera, right? Mm-hmm. And because y'all can cuss, I ain't gonna cuss because I have to okay. put them on sponsors, right? Mm-hmm. But he's this person who literally just effed on camera, right? Mm-hmm. This is who we're talking about. Yeah, he was a porn star. Uh, but so, so let's so, go into your. So how I met him was we was in, we was at the AVN, and uh, I seen him. Like, you know what I'm saying? I already knew who he was because, you know, he'd be in the movies. And he had the jewelry on. So I'm, so what jewelry on? That's what I'm saying. So, you know what I'm saying? He had the jewelry on. I'm looking like, oh, that's the one nigga. So I'm thinking, like, these niggas getting the bag out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so what you fell for? Nah, I didn't fall for nothing until I walked up on the nigga. You know what I'm saying? The real nigga know with fake jewelry, the, the, the colors hit different. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. They hit different. They, they, you know, so you're like, damn. And then, but, you know, I didn't even judge him when I seen that. I'm like, well, all right. You know what I'm saying? I done seen other niggas wear fake jewelry. It's not like the first time I seen a nigga wearing fake jewelry. So, like, what did it feel the first time you met him knowing, like, uh, nah, he was cool. I mean, he was, you know, uh, what was strange was he wanted to be a rapper. That was strange. He was wanted to play his music all the time. You know <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So when Brian met you, he wanted you to hear his music. Yeah. Yeah. He like, yeah. Play this yeah, but I needed him to do some scenes because I, I was trying to get. <laughs> Look, no, no, for and I did. I paid him for a couple you scenes. Pay me, you pay Yeah, I, I paid him for a couple whoa, scenes. Whoa, 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 wait. So you paid. Yeah, paying for it, that was the whole idea of making the porn star because you, you to have a porn star you had to have a porn star. You can't just you know I mean you can do two motherfuckers and you know whatever, but it's easier for a motherfucker to get noticed by sitting somebody next to him. So you know all of them, Mr. Marcus, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Right. I send them out there and do a movie and you know yeah yeah yeah. So what was it like negotiate with Paul's my whole life? What was it like negotiating with him compared to Mr. Marcus or the other people? Was he kind of cheaper? Uh, actually, he had more business than all of them, though. Like, he had a deal, so he was doing production and everything. So, you know what I'm saying? He was a little, you know what I'm saying? He, was, he had a little bit more going on than, than, than some of them. Now, I'm going to ask you, a, like, a personal question. Because, like, to me, 
and Smad probably thinking, what the fuck you said, is, I feel like I got enough dick for all these females. I'm sitting here, like, filming. Did you ever have an inclination of thinking, like, yo, I could be fucking on and filming in my goddamn self? How you ever feel like that? And It'd be harder to be uh, the boss if I was, you know, like, like, be, like, like, it's Brian Pumper, he was doing that. You know what I'm saying? He was the business and he was the talent. And he's also running into a lot of problems, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Getting a lot of doors shut, you know what I'm saying? Like on the back end of shit. So it is, I mean, it is what it was. I mean, you know, I just shit, we just needed the talent, you know what I'm saying? And the talent was cool, you know. Was, for that, I, I think with six, six years or something, that was it for real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the real talent was the strip club. The real talent was giving that energy. Like, you know, and I seen it when we was out in Vegas, when we was at the AVN, we was rocking. Like, right. we dominated. And it was just, I could just feel it. Like, I, like this is it right here. Because everybody, like, we just dominated. Like, Playboy was right next to us. Like, my man was, his booth was 75000 for that weekend. Playboy was playing 150 The whole idea of the whole AVN is to get attention to your booth. So, right. I take DJ Ron Hunter. I take DJ Legendary. Swift. You know what I'm saying? Swift too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody yeah. and everybody else in the city out there, you know what I'm saying? And then we just do us. What we know what to do. He want people to he need attention. We just gonna turn up. Go ahead, Swift. Go ahead, Ron. They just I remember when you went to Vegas. I like I lit, I don't know if I made shirts for you. Or something, but yeah, you did. I did something. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I can't can't remember what it was. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was a lot. Cause I mean, you was. You know. I mean, shit. The goals in my mouth. You did. So that was what. But that was. And we got one in the. And we got one in the. About twenty twenty six years ago. Yeah. That part. No. It was like. When did? When did? When did? Um. Got new goals on the way. We got new goals on the way. When did? When did? When did? Um. The Super Bowl was in Atlanta. Hey, Shay, when was the Super Bowl in Atlanta? I don't know, but the first set, I, the first one was like 99, though. Yeah. 90, 90, yeah, 99. Wrong. My bad. Yeah, yeah. So when was it? Hey, Siri. When was the last Super Bowl played in Atlanta? The Falcons lost in overtime to the Patriots. 2017. 2017. No, I couldn't have been that. We was in the 90s. Nah, this you was. You argue with Siri? This, you had the blue. You had the blue building. That's when I got. Yeah. So this, on what, there, there was probably another Super yeah. Super Bowl before yeah. this last one in Atlanta, and that's yeah. the one he talking about, yeah. not the latest one. Alright. But he did his. I did dollars go way back when I was at across from Majestics on mm-hmm. on Third Third and Holloway. So, um, to encompass a bunch of this, when did it lead to you <laughs> coming up with Industry Night? Uh, paying attention to the pulse of the city, man, and what's going on. Like, sometimes I would just ride around, you know what I'm saying, to see what's going on in the different bars, see see the energy, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And it's what was lot. that like? I mean, it's cool. Everybody doing their thing. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Um, you just got to get a little niche. Like, and, and for me, to even make it legitimate, I had to bring Candy Bars in because she, hey. she, you know, she legitimate with the with the music, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, you know, we got a thing. You can't even get on stage unless you're streaming because when you're streaming, then you took care of your business, what you yeah. needed to do. Now, 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 now there's a place to send people to the music. Right. Ain't nobody got CDs no more. 
You know what I'm saying? So. And I have them do streaming if they not streaming. Yeah. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? And 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 by doing industry night, we create an industry. Right. A platform. So it's one thing I want to ask about that is the whole fact of what's Pearson's like. Who? What's Pearson's like? Pearson's? Yeah. What? It was, what? Because we were playing on Pearson. Now, Pearson's is weird for y'all. He just threw me off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the nipple piercing things around. I don't have to. I know about that life. I don't have to. Now, I down below, I'm talking about like regular piercings. Like, y'all saying, like, it's so hard to get it. Like, I mean, I've had nipple piercings before. That's what we were talking about. Well, what was that like? Painful. <laughs> what was that like? Yeah. Painful. It hurt. <laughs> like, they do one at a time. That shit. Can you imagine getting a sensitive part of your body pierced? Never. Right. So, it's all about pain tolerance, yeah. tattoos, needles. So, uh, so, you a dancer? Mm hmm. What was it like going through your very first day of dancing? Uh, the very first day. Honestly, I started at a bachelor party versus uh, like going to Ohio Cheeks. It was interesting. <laughs> Explain it, like the whole thing. You was <laughs> where? You was at home? Would you practice in the mirror? Like what happened? Oh man! Uh, so I got ready. Like any other day. How do you get ready? Like, you can't fast for a pass up. We got all day. This is a podcast, right? Oh so, what <laughs> was getting ready? What was getting ready was like. Okay, so I just I just moved here. Um, so Where I you from? Originally Youngstown, Ohio. Okay. Small town, five minutes to get from one side of town. Much like Dayton, nothing. It takes like, like 15 minutes, respectively. Y'all might have a bigger population. Minutes. Bigger population. It's okay. about 6,500 yeah, down live. there. Uh, all right, you know, so. So, moved so here. were you dancing up there? No, not at all. Uh, I didn't live there last. I actually lived in Columbus. I came here because I have a sister here. Um, Shout out to her. What's her name? <laughs> not? No, we're going to fast forward to the getting ready. Are you following your people? Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead, go ahead. We're going to fast forward to getting ready. And, you know, it was the... Her that brought me here to the money, though, you know. So, shout out to her to bring me to some money to some genuine people. Here's some Ooh. shout out to you. Shout out to Jamie. Shout out to Jamie. Yeah. We love. We okay, love. she brought me. She put me in position. That's fine. Um, you know, cute with the little gap and all that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Run your mouth, literally. Go ahead, go ahead. Thank you. Um, and this is getting... No, 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 no. Back to your story. Okay, so, um, yeah, getting ready, you know, she helping me pick out outfits on some, like, I think this will look cute, or I think, you know, you should wear this. But see, I really was like, I'm not a dancer, for real. Like, I'm a dancer now, but before it was like, okay, you got the body for it, tryouts, might need some money occasionally like you know i was strictly private parties because i already didn't know if that's something i wanted to do right just because like i'm a working girl for real. like mm -hmm. i'm okay with a nine to five or right. a hustle you feel me and right now where i was at with it i was like okay tired of my job come down here 
get fast for bread. She says she got a connection. Dollar. You know what? Hey, but you, you know what? And, and listen, and and, and and not to cut off, but you know th- that goes to show you, like it's it's a platform. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's that's all it is, and we 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 spend a lot of time making that so it's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Meaning meaning everything that we do. Real promotion. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been with you. You here on a podcast. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've been. Like, you know celebrated. You know what I'm saying? Off of his lifetime achievement. Like, literally, on his birthday, you were yeah. on a podcast. We literally, got, like, this is hollow ground, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. yeah. For yeah, him being right. celebrated. So, yeah, like, he didn't bring you here from the, like, no BS. No, and see, he didn't bring me here. It was a mutual person. Shout yeah. out to my sister. Um, on knowing like, and this is me trusting my sister that this is a legitimate person that knows his business. You feel me? Like about his business, you know. So, and it took a lot for me, but like I said, I didn't like my job. I'm sales and marketing. You know, I don't. don't You know, so absolutely come down here, see what it's hitting for, help my sister out in the process. You know, but and getting introduced to him, getting ready for the night. It's nervous, you know, it's like. It's all good, like, like, and, and, and you know, and like, I do want to shed some light on this industry night, because this is a nice situation. Night. It's dope. Now, it's now dope. how we break it down, and and Candy has a lot to do with it, as far as the format of getting people's music played on the radio. We know that artists, Quit saying, "I can you get your shit played on the radio?" They're not gonna. It's a corporate radio station. They're not gonna play it unless you're hitting thirty, uh, what top thirty on 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 a, on, on a hundred billboard. Factual. So, quit asking the radio. They're not gonna do it. They're on a format. But there's another way, and that's through um, uh, ads. So we buy the ads. We buy slots like 30 second slots so we give the time to play the music so people hear it it's yeah. the first time they're actually hearing it right. you know what I'm saying it's different when you hear it everywhere than playing it for somebody yeah. right. you feel what I'm saying so people so get a chance and then and then we send them to where it's at streaming on all platforms yes facts you know man yeah. so, so Smay you got anything to give bro back observation uh, I mean, shit, yeah, that's that's very cool. You know what I'm saying? And I just like how bro incorporate candy to to what he doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Bosses ne- recognize bosses. Ah, she bringing her really, on through. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah man, real it's shit. It's, it seems like it's a good fit. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He's the most humble dude ever. Yeah, yeah. Don't know that, like, right. They had to pull me into this, but I'm glad he did. So I'm just be trying to make sure I'm always impressive, as always, mm-hmm. in everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be like, what up? What we need to do? We get it done. That's that. Shout out to Dollar. Yeah, Man, shout out to Dollar, bro. Happy birthday to you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Big dog. One of the most legendary podcasts we ever had, bro. Like, bro, like, you've been the most transparent guest we've ever had. <laughs> because you talked about a lot of things that most people would like neglect mm-hmm. and you face it mm-hmm. head on bro like and everybody here are saying the same thing like they probably learned about you today right mm-hmm. yeah that's so dope because I promise you it's it's certain things when it comes to like something about dating is we have this thing where 
we don't really like mess with people unless we know who they are. Mm-hmm. 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 Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think because you already done gained a garnishing of like respect and love, that's all you're gonna get. I promise you from this podcast, you're gonna receive more love because people literally love the fact that they know who you are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's cool. Smear, bro. Let's pay some bills real quick and then we get the well, out of here. You know man. what? Shit, Dollar, won't you go ahead and take us out? Because, man, it's your birthday, bro. What you got yeah. to say, man? What I got to say? I got to say. Ah! Run your mouth right now. Tomorrow, right, right, right tomorrow, here. Yeah. Tomorrow right. we at Ohio yeah. Chief, 1124 Leo Street. I'll be there. And we're going all the way up. Yeah. 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 I only buy a thousand ones. That's it. Yeah. I ain't buying no. Do not convince me to go back to surf. Do not convince me to Don't go back. Do not make me go back to the uh one counter. I'm I'm throwing one thousand one. That's it. Man, dollar bill tomorrow, <laughs> Saturday yeah. night, your birthday mm-hmm. at that's the strip it. club. It's going that's gonna go crazy. Yeah, yeah it's I'm going there. down. You know, the radio is I'm really there. uh been yeah. showing love all all week. Um, I ain't spent a thousand and one dollars. You saying we drop it, we dropping the numbers though. On the radio, though, we letting them know 25 years in the game, 17 years consistently on the radio doing ads. You know, yeah, feel me? So. Man, that's what's up, bro. Yeah, Shout out to Kiara. Kiara. Yes. Yeah. Bottles, you know what I'm saying? We in here, man. Like, this yeah. is so much love. Kiara Wan. Kiara Wan. Michael Wright. Agnes. Shout out man. to the big project, man. No, man, we got to talk about the uh, breakfast and all that. The breakfast is at Sheik's, man. Yeah, they got the best breakfast in the city, bro. Shout out to Ron C. Ron C., my bro Shorty, and my bro North at Agnes All Natural Grill. Man, I'm going to give a shout out to my other bro, man, um, Meech at 111 Flavor House, man. Yeah. They got some very Great. good food down there. Absolutely. It's real polished, real mm-hmm. player. If What's you want to, um, it's 111 Flavor House right downtown um, on 1st Street okay. in the 111 building Me. right there in the big boy building. Yeah, I, know mm-hmm. that, I know that building. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a turkey burger down there. It was real good. My woman had uh, chicken Alfredo, but they got a really nice menu. It's damn is near it an up. Italian? Huh? No. Is it, or no. Is it? It's black on. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. These is yeah, black home. This is my bro DJ Meach. Um yeah. and Joey Williams, by the way, man. Shout out to both of them. And uh before yeah. we get up out of here, shout out to Marcy Rock. She's down in um Marcy. Marcy Rock's in Louisiana. I ain't wanna bring her You know what I'm saying? Down in Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Shout out to Marcy. Shout out to Marcy, yeah. man. Working for What's FEMA. Up with the queen? Right. Oh. Hey, man, much love, legendary. Dollar Bill. Bro. It's going up you tomorrow on your birthday. Bro. Dollar, one more time. Tell us where we where the party is tomorrow. Ohio Chief, uh, eleven twenty four Leo Street. We're gonna be in the building tomorrow. It's about to go up. Oh, geez, ah, man. shout man. out to Trap House Candles. Don't don't leave that out. Man, Trap House Trap Candles. House I'm in the building tomorrow. Like and subscribe to my channel. Ring the bell notification. Demarco. Demarco said he was gonna pull up on us, but he didn't, he didn't get a chance to make it through. Um, shout out to Bars and Beyond, bro. Yeah, watch his podcast and tune in and see what he's talking about, man. Shout out to my bro Peso. <laughs> New T-shirt King commercial coming out real soon, bro. Yes. Debuting on the Lakers and Golden State Warriors game, so make sure y'all watch TNT that night, bro. And we yeah. up through here, man. Peace and love.
Love everybody. Look, I just made all these shirts for Michael Wright. To y'all show. Yo, what you got, bro? Hey, man, what's up? Yo, what you got, bro? Man, we got, listen, man. We got these shirts, man. Look at the greenish. Hold on, pull one out, bro. Pull one out. Yeah, Andrew. 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 Yeah, Andrew.